Hello, everybody, and welcome back to DesperateProps.com, comic book podcast. As always, I'm dead. I'm John Day. We have Birdie. Hi. And from the Late Night Chat Network, available now on SoundCloud and wherever podcasts are available, Nico. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. <laughs> I tried to make it subtle. Did it come off of that way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just just wasting my time over here, guys. <laughs> no, no, there, there's some jokes prior to the show, guys. Glad to be back. Uh, I was here first, for the record. Here first. For years. <laughs> <laughs> years. Uh, How's it going? <laughs> I'm good, man. I've... Uh, I need, like, this thing to just be over. Just the nightmare to be over. Life? No, no, <laughs> like just the... Just like the current state of affairs. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to say it because I don't want to be like the groundhog where like it, where like I say it and then it pops up and sees its own shadow lasts for six more months. <laughs> no, I, got, I, I get you. But no, just, I, we, it, it needs yeah. to end. Something's got to give. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, in these times of unrest and uncertainty... What better thing to do than to sit down and read a comic book about an anarchic fucking Tex Avery cartoon? You know, some light reading. Honestly, in comparison, yes. I say that as a joke, but... Uh, yeah, so... I'll, I'll, I'll say this, Deadman, from our current perspective of the hell that is 2020... The apocalyptic um, present as imagined by the mass comics in the late 80s and early 90s is almost quaint. Yeah. So yeah, we're yeah, we're reading The Mask. We read The Mask. We read uh, the first omnibus, which is The Mask, The Mask Returns, The Mask Strikes Back. And mm-hmm. despite this being the... Probably the like second or third most single issues we'll talk about for a series... This one, this might have like the least substantive quality. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's kind of all on the page. I mean, there's not really you can't really delve too deep in this. I feel I don't know. You, you probably can, but like it takes people smarter than us to figure that out. <laughs> I, I mean, I would argue that uh, there's some degree of attempt to like make deeper points using the mass comics like if you like dead man you did the background reading same as i did the research yeah and the original creator had kind of envisioned it as a way to sort of like talk about you know the grim and gritty politics of the reagan era 1980s and mm. there's some of that in these first few issues but not a lot it's more just sort of like the general aesthetic of stories from that period yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm I guess sure we'll go we'll into some into it. Yeah, backstory. Go ahead. So yeah, we're talking. So we're talking about the mask, and the mask. This is the comic book that the Jim Carrey movie is based on, which we'll get into the Jim Carrey movie at the end because we kind of can't not. Yeah. Yeah. So the mask, as we know it, uh, was the second incarnation of the mask. The first incarnation was fucking terrible. Yeah, if it's anything like the images I saw, it, it's like um, 
What's the series I keep thinking of? Uh, there's something. It's like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Is that what I? It, it's yeah. like it's like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. If the scans were missing half the ink lines, and it was written by someone without the self awareness of the of fucking Jonan Vasquez. Yeah, but also, but I mean, part of that might be, and this was also mentioned in the backgrounds that this is a part of the mask's history that has basically just fallen into obscurity. Oh yeah, like this, Nico, this me, mask does me, not fucking matter. Yeah, but I mean, also, like, I guess since Nico technically used to work at a comic shop, he could maybe go digging through their backlog and see if he finds one of these issues buried somewhere. But other than that, there's no chance of ever actually finding anything other than, like, whatever lazy scans Deadman and I found as we were researching this. Yeah, so... Yeah, this is news to me. I I assume that Doug Monkey and uh, John Arcudi are the ones who created at least this version of the character. I didn't even know there was a previous the, one. The, yeah, comic so. books, the comic book series was created by them. Yes, the, the but basic the character was created by the guy who founded Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, the basic concept of the mask was created by Mike Richardson. Yeah, Mike Richardson. Yeah, okay. Uh, he started Dark Horse Comics and pitched the idea to Mark Badger, a Marvel comic writer and artist, who then made the mask comic strip which ran in early issues of Dark Horse Presents, an anthology book that Dark Horse used to put out. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's where a lot of their stuff started, for sure. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the old version of The Mask, it was very 80s indie comic. It was all black and white. Um, hmm. And, like, The Mask himself, he didn't he didn't look like a cartoon. He looked like... Yeah, I'm looking at the images now. It looked kind of just like a... Almost like a Frank Miller comic book character. Almost like Frank Miller does Picasso. Oh, so like later Sin City. A little bit, yeah. Like like his, like it was just kind of like dead, hollow, like cavernous eyes, a mouth that was just like straight lines of teeth. And I believe he had some kind of like reality warping powers, but it wasn't. It wasn't to the extent we would see in the comics or the movie. Yeah, and, and it wasn't as zany. It was just it was just kind of like very no. gritty, grim. Here grim fucking gritty eighties. Very like we read the Watchmen and we love it. Yeah. So then. So then, yeah. So uh, after that, uh, Chris Warner, uh, another artist, revamped the character based off of Richardson's original drawings. And that made kind of the definitive look of the character. And it was, uh, and the series was given a new launch in Dark Horse's Mayhem anthology series in, in 89 with uh, John Arcudi and Doug Monkey uh, taking over to, you know, make the book. Uh, the Mass Stories ran for the first four issues of uh, Mayhem. Eventually, eventually, once the entire Mask series was collected in, like, trade those four stories would become issue zero. And then after Mayhem got canceled, they made a limited run series, which then became, was then spun off into The Mask as we know him today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at the images right now that you guys are talking about. Yeah, I, I can see that's definitely, I, I get what he was saying by uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac being at, this was definitely during the black and white boom of uh of comics at that time yeah and not not even yeah. like and not even like the best version of like the black no. and white comics like this is nothing like dead like, man's beloved scud the disposable assassin oh no yeah, like, but, scud the disposable but, assassin had heart but in the sense that like at that time 
because of the success of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, everybody and their mother had a black and white comic that was approved and brought out at that time. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, it seems like it seems like that's definitely like, yeah, this seems like um, it definitely came out of that. Like, at least from the um, the art I'm looking at right now. So, yeah, that's interesting. Actually, that's uh, I kind of I kind of dig the look of this one. To be honest with you, though, like this is kind of a more an eerie look. At, not that this other mask in this that we're going to be talking about isn't like this is a much more violent, scarier version in the comic. Oh, sure. well, then you I might actually so. you might actually like the image as I dug up Nico of what Jim Carrey's movie was supposed to look like when it was going to be a horror movie. Right. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, you'll have to send me those too because I was not I I feel like I might have knew that and forgot it at some point. Yeah, because like I'm one of uh, no, I'm not getting into that. I'll get to that when we talk about the movie. Yeah, so, sure. Anyway, move on. <laughs> Yeah, so, The Mask, the original miniseries. The only five-issue miniseries that is actually eight issues. Because, again, the issue yeah. zero is four separate stories. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, four parts of the same story. Because issue zero is the only time Stanley Ipkiss shows up. Yeah, spoilers, he's dead by the end of the first issue. Yeah. Of issue zero. Yeah, so the, so the original series, like I said... Written by uh, John Arcudi, art by Doug Monkey, colors by Monkey and a guy named Matt Webb, and then lettering by Pat Brousseau and David Jackson. I mentioned the lettering because fuck. Well, yeah. I, got, I got something to comment on the on the coloring too. I mean, yeah, the coloring's is, not great either, especially in these early it, issues. Well, yeah, because this is before digital coloring, uh, and so it looks like it's done by marker, like Copic marker. So yeah. you can even see like smudges over some of the art and in places where it wasn't, you know, a hundred percent done well. Like, so yeah, especially, yeah, the, like you said, the earlier issues, as, as it goes on, it gets a little bit better, but these, this first mini series, yeah, the coloring is straight up just marker to board. Like, yeah. It's, and it's, I will also say that like a uh, monkey gets a monkey gets significantly better as the series progresses. Yes. This early, these early, like these, that issue zero is real rough. Well, by the end, he kind of morphs into kind of uh, the more detailed Doug Monkey art you would uh, come to expect from him later. Da- like, he actually yeah, this... morphs morphs into what we know of Doug Monkey to be, like, by the end of the, the, yeah, this Yeah, this is very right? early career yeah. Monkey. Yeah, like, he looks very different in this first series, for sure. Yeah, that was, from an art perspective, that was probably one of the most interesting things I found from reading these three miniseries, was just seeing him evolve, like, over time. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah, art got yeah. weird, but anyway, yeah, yeah. So starts well, out Stanley. In my Hipkiss. mind, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. My Go ahead. Brief comment. I I was just of the opinion that the uh, wacky uh, lettering made it easier for me to ignore the occasionally terrible dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it made it more obvious to me because I had to sit there and like fucking try to parse out what the fuck the actual lettering structure is. Maybe that was true the first time. I don't know how many times you've read these books dead but i've this is like the sixth time i've read through this omnibus so with this reread i was like oh nope (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh they found they found a way to write out radio static cool (laughs) neat but anywho so it starts out with our good old good old fucking soon-to-be red-pilled motherfucker stanley ipkiss buying a mask from a pawn shop why the pawn shop would have this mask? Who the fuck knows? But he buys it, and then immediately almost gets run over by bikers. Yeah, 
I mean, I've read every Dark Horse mask comic that I can find, and although they've explained where the mask came from, to and to some extent how it got to the states, they never explained how it got to where it started. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So he is Stanley. Like he gets all thrown by the bikers. He calls a bunch of names. They come back, beat the fuck out of him, and it's followed by a five panel spread that I want to talk about because this is what I. Th- like reading this, re- rereading this again, this is what I thought this series could have been because, because uh, as he, because it just kind of shows him driving home and he's having like these violent hallucinations, like fantasies about what he wants to do to these guys. And they start out relatively, they start out very cartoony, and where it's just like him just kicking, kicking a dude in the nuts, twisting dude's nose with a wrench, beating a dude with a baseball bat, set someone on fire, and then just fucking violently shooting someone in the face. And, what I thought was the intent with this was because Stanley's inner mind was like his id or whatever was very cartoony turning violent. I thought that would be what the mask latched onto and thus gave him those powers. Which is what the movie kind of suggests. Yeah. And so it's like and, essentially whoever you are deep down, that's what the mask brings out. But then turns out, no, Everyone is just Tex Avery. Yeah, I think that comes down to an issue of iconography. Because the mask look, particularly once they get past like the, the issue zero in the first series, is very iconic. It's something very distinctive that people remember. It's part of the reason why that poster cover for the Jim Carrey movie is so distinctive. To the point where DC made fun of it a few years ago with a Joker cover, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Um, like I mean, I'll I'll be coming back to this later as we talk about other series, other mini series in this book. But they were too in love, I think, with the look they came up with, with the whole cartoony thing, but in real life thing. That they didn't stop. They didn't. They never took the extra step. Then after that, to say like differentiate the look from wearer to wearer. Yeah, and like different cart, like you can have different cartoons. Like, like we'll get to, we'll get to people who could like who could like we could very easily see them be like a heavy metal style cartoon versus like you know Saturday morning cartoon style. But every single person is just Looney Tunes. Yeah, and that's not the only problem with it. But we'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah, so after this, he grabs his girlfriend, plays the mask, starts talking to him, saying, "Hey, let's go fucking murder people." And we meet Kathy. The best character in the mask. Yeah, well, it, aside from Kellaway, she's the only yeah. other one that uh, gets enough time and development to actually be a character. Yeah, I was gonna say the cops. My favorite. Yeah, Calloway. That's his name, right? That's that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, character. Image Kelly. I I like her. I just I just like her because. No, she's good. She's the only one that has an actual head on her shoulders in this. Well, thing, <laughs> this is also part of the thing that uh, Dave was talking about, where no one should be the same. Based on the way she acts, you don't really get the sense that deep down she's the same kind of person as Stanley Ipkiss. So the idea that she turns into the exact same kind of masked character as he does when she puts it on seems a little weird. Yeah. And kind of plays into, like, I'm, I'm trying to put this off, just the whole sense that a big criticism I have of this series throughout is just that everyone's the same. Okay. When they when they put on the mask, or you mean like people? Like when they when they the well, kind of both. 
Like there's yeah. a, there's kind of an underlying theme that most people that everyone deep down is a piece of shit who will murder someone if they put on and the mask just draws that out. I think I think there's, that would, there's not enough differentiation as to how people act with the mask on until the third to, series. I would say no, until I, the, even there, I'm not completely convinced. It's a step in the right direction, but it's not exactly doing what we want it to do. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying that would probably be the only time I think you've seen some sort of a, a difference, but then I also felt that was the weakest of the three miniseries. So yeah, it's, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, Stanley, at his girlfriend's place, he has fucked up, because that's all he does, because Stanley Ipkiss, he's that kind of person. Yeah, and, and for those of you who are fans of the movie... Uh, this is not a nice guy. He kind of acts like he might have been a nice guy at some point, but he is an asshole. Yeah, Stanley is. Yeah, Stanley is the kind of guy who has a lot of gold on Reddit. <laughs> or uh, I don't even know where this tweet came from. Someone tweeted out, "I fear for our nation's sons." He's the kind of guy that would tweet that out if he was alive today. Yeah. Like, did you guys ever see the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas? Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, just imagine that guy, but way more Weasley. That's Ipkiss. He's not some down and his that luck. Guy's actually a better, and that's actually a better guy than Stanley Ipkiss, because he at least realized he was the bad guy at some point. I don't think Stanley ever would have. Oh, no. No, not at all. But yeah, like, Stanley Ipkiss is not the lovable down in his luck good guy in the, in the city of bastards he is a bastard he just he just can't act on it because he's a piece of shit anyway gives back to kathy kathy turns out collects weird shit and they have what i can only assume is very disappointing sex <laughs> yeah you know, yeah, yeah. In, and like, insert uh, insert hawk <laughs> fucking someone scene from Titans for uh, if you this <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like I don't even know how he bagged her like in this. I, like, he, I, I maybe like, maybe because like the city is full of fucking assholes, and he comes yeah, off he's as just not the an least asshole. of an asshole. Yeah, but he's not only is he an asshole, he looks like even more of a dweeb in this than he does in the fucking last movie. Like, I don't understand. Like, oh, I no, like, like that, yeah, I that, mean, that I 100% get, because he is, he looks like what if Peter Parker gave up and just grew up? Yeah. Like, yeah, this, if, this is what um, Peter Parker could have been had he not got bitten by a spider. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, wasn't like that one of the, wasn't one of that what, one of the what ifs in that terrible one more day like a like forty something know. balding white Peter who is just like hey uh, I, I'm Peter Parker uh, I I failed as a, as a photographer so hey, I got, work as hey, a got any money teacher. I need to buy some cigarettes <laughs> I uh, I skipped work today so they probably won't pay me yeah my oh. wife left me. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah. So Stanley, going to the bathroom one night uh, after this after the disappointing sex in his very flamboyant pajamas. Which I and I okay, did did he put those on were those on under his clothes? Did he put them on after he was finished having sex? Did he put them on during having sex? I don't I think it's supposed and I think it's supposed to imply that he's somewhat pathetic and not like even like a masculine kind of pathetic, just like a childish kind of pathetic. And they kind of play that up after he starts becoming the mask where you don't really see him wear those anymore. He's always wearing like, 
Military fatigues. Like military fatigues or like undershirts that scream, I'm going to abuse my wife. Yeah. I, I really, I kind of appreciate the fact, though, that it when he does put on the mask after the sex and he's walking around in his pajamas, like, the pattern on it kind of portrays, like, the zoot suit that he fucking, you know. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was actually I, looking I, for a good place to bring this up. Um, I dig that. I'm dead shocked how many of the cooler images from issue zero and from other parts of this first mini couple of mini series end up in the movie considering how drastically different the tone is oh yeah like they yeah they managed to take a lot of like the people who made that movie they managed to find like the good stuff in this in the mask and then managed to like work that into being their own goofy thing so like which just makes me want to watch um the nightmare on elm street movie that got the director picked for this project was that because, Nightmare 2? Uh, uh, 3. Dream oh, Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Oh, God. You've never seen that? <laughs> the Dream I've Warriors seen bits and is something. of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. But I, like, I, I looked up images when I was looking at Chuck yeah. Russell's back history after I found out who directed this. And when I saw images from it or scenes like where... I've seen the image where Freddy kills someone by pulling them into a TV yeah. set head first. I'm like... yep. Okay, yeah, this guy should have made the mask. <laughs> isn't 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 that the one where he marionettes them outside of the fucking uh, outside of their? Um... I th- I think he I think one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, isn't that the one where yeah where yeah I think so I think it's the third one I, I dig that one but yeah it's like an interesting, he just he just like, like rips a dude's ones. like like rips a dude's yeah. like vascular system out and uses it like yeah. like like, like uh, marionette strings yes yes that's I, I think that's the one I, I'm pretty so hey certain, I guess yeah. after this we're gonna be doing commentary tracks for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three in the mask. <laughs> I thought you'd already done the mask. I do. I'm. I'm. A, I'm, a che- I'm actually checking that right now. I'm not sure if we actually have. Oh man! Because if you if you haven't, I'm down. But <laughs> uh, we did it in 2012. Okay. So, you know, not Very exactly group of people. Yeah. The, yeah. We we we, we can do a redux. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's do Son of Mask. <laughs> I will kill you. Yeah, I, I'll help him. I will, I, never, I will teleport to Canada across the closed border <laughs> just to kill you. I've, I've never even seen it. Don't. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I've seen the commercial. That was enough. <laughs> so anyway, back to the comic. He puts yeah. on the mask, and it goes to the weird turtle shell to the mask we know. Yeah. Comes up a zoot suit. Did you guys like the mask? The, not, not like the character mask, but like the object mask design in this? I don't. I've never been sure how to feel about it. Mm. It's simultaneously I mean, kind of like overdesigned and also kind of bland. Yeah, think, it looks it looks really shitty, but that's the point, I think. It, like, right? Like, yeah, like, I don't I, know. Like, I I'm not a big fan of it. Like, I don't like the like the old mask was like innocuous. You like you you could you could uh, you could like mistake it for driftwood. This mask is so distinct that it that you can't not put it on. <laughs> Sorry, I know we're talking about the movie later, but I'm just laughing in my head thinking about the part where he puts on that mask and he thinks he's transforming. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking to Ben Stein? <laughs> yeah. He's like, ooh. <laughs> it happens, like, he's like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I, I, yeah. I like the movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we we, we'll got to gotta work through this first. Yeah, put, put to the mask, and he is the mask now. And he, it's weird. Like in, like we have an inner monologue running, kind of running throughout the beginning of this, which is kind of the only time that, that ever really happens when he, when someone's wearing the mask. 
Yeah, although there's plenty of uh, third-person narration in uh, later volumes. Yeah, uh, kind of particularly the second, particularly the 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 first Mass series. I I, I kind of got sick of that. But but anyway, he runs into a bunch of he runs into an asshole, tries to punch him, gets run over by a car, and discovers he has amazing powers. So the first thing he's going to do is dress like a gay person and go attack some bikers. Yeah, because you know, because you know, the no, eight, no one accused no one accused the late eighties, early nineties of being politically correct. Yeah, no, just. <sighs> I mean, I mean, granted, uh, the movie, which was PG, I think at the time, got away with a condom joke, but uh, a condom joke's one thing. This, uh, for no reason. <laughs> I yeah uh, yeah I well, I mean I'm always of the opinion that edge lord shitheads that create this kind of work would think this kind of stuff, unfortunately. They'd think, hey, I just got the power of a cartoon. You know what I should do? Be gay for like a hot second. No, I don't I don't mean the character. I mean the writers who create these kinds of characters. Okay. It, but yeah. I mean, particularly given some of the stuff we see in later volumes, like, I don't know if either of you read the, sec- the second Omnibus at any point. One of them... No goes down to New Orleans, and I'm like, oh, dear God, oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Evan Dorkin stuff? I think that's his name. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never read it. I've only read these. Yeah, he I gets in there. The guy has a gold voodoo tooth. Nice. But yeah, so he, so Stanley, disguised as a gay man, shows up and rips his face off, doing, apparently setting up the fact that the mask can just, like, put on people's faces. Yeah, or can just turn into anyone. Yeah, and goes about killing the bikers, beating them, twisting, like essentially doing everything that he thought about doing in his little, in his little like mm-hmm. mind thing. And then summons a fucking Uzi out of nowhere. Yeah, and has the like T pose thing you see in video games. It's like, ooh, it's hanging in midair. I wonder what this does. Yeah. Yeah, and we see that, like, we see, you see from all this, the mask can just, the mask is essentially all powerful. Like, all powerful and indestructible because on the next page, he gets a bowling ball sized hole shot in his gut from a shotgun. Just, just doesn't even react really after just, like, the initial impact. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, next morning, Kat, Kathy wakes up, sees the mask, in the, sees Stanley wearing the mask in the bathroom, and Stan gaslights her because he's a piece of shit. Yep. And actually, this is another um, comparison question I wanted to ask y'all. In comparison to uh, the movie, it seems to be pretty damn easy to take the mask on and off. Is that... you think that's just something they didn't think about or they just didn't care about? Because I kind of liked in the movie where they like it was kind of an effort to remove the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Mm. I'm not sure. I don't know if they actually thought about it. Yeah, I, I, I could go either way. They could either just, like, it never occurred to them, or it could have been just, like, they didn't think it was something necessary for the character. Maybe, well, well maybe uh, what it is is, like, just the more, like, in tune you are with the mask's motives, the more easy it is to remove the mask. I, I, I found it interesting in that sense how even while he was in the mask, he also had masks on. <laughs> like, there was a bunch of times where like he yeah, had d- yeah. different faces on. Yeah. Like instead of like in the movie where he would he would kind of morph into the characters that he was 
uh, impersonating, but he was still the mask. You know what I mean? But yeah, this, well, I mean, it's, it, it's I kinda, think it would have been kind of hard to do the mask on top of mask effect in live action. Sure. I, I mean, yeah, they already also, made Jim Carrey sit in that chair for like five hours to do the makeup for the mask every time he had to film a scene. Yeah, it also would have so, been hard for like a PG movie to get away with someone r- bloodily ripping off a face to reveal a face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like right from the from the get-go, it's just like, whoa, this is way more violent than the, yeah, than the oh, actual yeah. film. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, that so, was the point. I mean, yeah. I, as everyone has pointed out, I, I mean, not even just us, just like all people in general, if the internet had existed when the Jim Carrey movie was made, people would have thrown a shit fit. And I'm not entirely sure they didn't. We just don't know about it. Yeah, there was like <laughs> one guy in Arkansas who was like, how dare you? <laughs> try to start try to start up his own house emerald action team for the mask but then, then got nowhere with it oh <laughs> ah. uh, anyhow i just talked about zero hour so i was thinking about that this from week. there <laughs> we continue on with the story of stanley ipkiss as he is now dressed in a full-on army fatigues and straight up yelling at his girlfriend to shut the fuck up I'm he's watching tv to... i can't remember does he ever actually hit her or does he just keep threatening to he threatens to hit her once. She goes, yeah, threatens to hit her once. She is like, she's like, hey, I guess go through some stuff, whatever. And then he, thre- I, think, I think he like gets up to threatening to do her, do it to her again. And she just throws him the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, kind he of raises the reason his, I love her. Yeah. He raises his yeah. arm to her and then, uh, yeah, then yeah, storms out. Yeah, she, she is just fucking just screaming at him like, what the fuck are you doing sitting around all day in my goddamn house? Watching my goddamn TV, drinking my goddamn beer. You don't go to work. You keep taking my mask that you got for me. <laughs> yeah, Twitchy's like, "Fuck you, bitch! I'm out." After he had, after he'd like been writing a list and scratching out names of people he had, I guess, who had wronged him. Yeah, for everyone from like his second grade teacher to like his boss at work. Yeah, and then we get Which to I, see. I guess they kind of act on because yeah, we see what he does to a. Uh, I think it's a second grade teacher. Uh, yeah. Well, so well. First off, it is the mechanics who are, yeah, who are the you know evil joke version of what people think mechanics are. Yeah, which again, I am both surprised that they got as close as they did to uh, how those characters acted in the movie, but also managed to show as much as they could however altered of what the mask did to them in the movie because yeah. when i saw this image in the comic i was like how the hell did they convince anyone to release this in a non-horror movie <laughs> yes yeah, so he if he shows up gives him a muffler we see the results of that later yeah cut over to an elementary school where a teacher is shitting on a fucking seven-year-old because he can't spell tuberculosis properly yeah you know, just standard American educational system stuff. Yeah, I mean, y- y- I mean, when you and I talked about uh, um, the mask, uh, new the new mask series, Dead Man, we we were both like the mask series comics have never been that good at like biting political commentary. <laughs> they have not. They have always gone for the broadest stroke possible. The mask is not one for nuance, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, piece of shit out of her. Then, then at that point, we meet the cop, Lieutenant Mitch Kellaway, the actual protagonist of the Mask comic series. 
Oh, at least the first one. He's the primary one. Yeah, uh, I, I, I yeah. Thank God they made fucking Stanley Ipkiss though such a sad sack good guy character in the movie because why would you want to fucking spend oh a movie yeah with somebody no, this this horrible right like, yeah I mean if they made the movie a horror movie I guess it yes, could have worked yes but, yes yeah or like if they had like done the movie from like Kellaway's point of view yeah but they yeah. they they made they had to make that change for the film if they wanted to use that character because there was no way you'd want to spend an hour and a half with this piece of shit <laughs> unless unless it was a horror like you just said yeah <laughs> i mean the thing is the mask is kind of a dick in the movies but like the impression you always get is that stanley is a nice guy but the mask is making him act like a dick because there's some aspect of that inside himself. It's just not as bad as this asshole in the comics. Picture, picture this, the darkness of Jim Carrey and the cable guy in the mask. <laughs> like, honestly. I, I mean, honestly, between that and the absurd physical comedy he showed on uh, In Living Color, I'm pretty sure that's why Chuck Russell picked him. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like Jim, Jim Carrey is a cartoon character. Like, yeah. I mean, have you ever seen his fire safety oh, yes. comedy yeah. bits? Yep. Sure <laughs> Let me show you something. Yeah. <laughs> I love his ink and living color stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, so after big old rampage that includes beating a child, Stanley heads back home, well, to well home to his girlfriend's place. Turns out Lieutenant Kelly's mom lives in the same building as her girl as his girlfriend, and for a split second when he's not wearing the mask, the mask is the mask. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I don't... That never happens again? Ever? Yeah, I... <sighs> I know, it's weird. Like, I know it's essentially the pilot episode, so he's still working shit out, but, like, come on. He's, like, sticking his tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I'm not entirely... Sh- I'm, li- I'm literally looking at the image as he's saying this. I don't know why it's happening. Other <laughs> than just, like, maybe, like, a one-off, like, <laughs> did you ch- did you catch that? Yeah. Oh no, we missed it. We missed the, we missed the single panel where nothing else was happening. Annie Hoosel. He has upstairs, passes out, at which point Kathy comes home, finds the mask, and fucking hooks it. Yeah, because she's tired of his shit. Yeah, understandably so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so Stanley, so, so she explains her, her side of things, and Stan appears to, you know, acquiesce like, yeah, you know, you're right. My inner monologue is still running, saying that you're a bitch and everything, but you know, you're right. At which point he then gets back to watching TV and being a loud, obnoxious asshole. Turns out there's still people on his list, because of course there are. That's 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 the show. So Kathy kicks the fuck out. He, he later he breaks into her apartment trying to get her hand trying to get his hands in the mask. Uh, she calls the cops, but then knocks him the fuck out with a lamp. So she is now iffy. If the cop uh, the cops yeah find because any, she called the cops when some, when she found, when she thought it was just some random stranger breaking into her place when she found out it was her douchey ex boyfriend she was upset about it but she didn't really want to get him arrested. Yeah, but then he found the mask and attacks the cops. And pretty much the rest of this issue zero is him killing cops. Yep, just straight up murdering cops, which, you know, given the current climate around cops. Right. Uh, yeah, I suppose. But 
I was just thinking, like the only, aside from him just constantly murdering cops as many ways as he can think of, as the writers can think of, only two other plot salient scenes happen. One, Kathy, being an intelligent character, puts two and two together and figures out who the ma- what how the mask what the mask is and who it is. Yeah. And two, steals the mask from him in a moment of weakness and kills him with it so that he can't do it anymore. Yep. And then yeah, she becomes one of the only people not fucking swayed by the power of the mask. Well, she is, but well, like she's all swayed, but she's not like fucking like like when I say yeah. swayed, I mean she doesn't like completely say fuck it. I love this thing. I'm gonna just abandon no. myself yeah. to it the way everyone else does. After she uses it the first time, she's like, "Yeah, this isn't good." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She like, yeah, we like, she like, she she, she kills fucking Stanley, and then we go into the series proper with issue one and. She is dropping the mask off at the police station, giving it to giving it to Kellaway. Right. Who's a pretty conflicting character, to say the least. Like he's, he's yeah, especially uh, early on. Yeah, but but that's what I kind of like about him because like he's a little bit more layered than some of the other characters. Like you kind of like he kind of goes back and forth in terms of like. Is he righteous or not? And is yeah, he well, doing it for no, the it's right? just like just like yeah. he's a he's a good he's a he's a decent person pushed to the edge by pushed to the fucking brink by everything shitty happening around him, and then, mm-hmm. and then gives into temptation and fucking breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that's what I mean. Like he's probably the he's still not too complex, obviously, compared to other comics, other characters. But like it, it, in a sense, in this series, I think that's why I liked I liked him the most. Um, just because he he definitely had some layers to him other than some of the other characters, which were kind of like one note. Yeah, yeah. And so now that we've gotten into like the series proper, um, you know, a couple years removed from Mayhem, you can see a very dramatic step up in art quality. Yeah, I'm actually th- th- one of the pages I went at for research. Kind of just shows the the changes in art style over time. And if you look at the difference between the first Mask series with Kellaway and like. The uh, Quebecois mask uh, original comic images. It's kind of startling how much better the art is. Yeah, like, like even even between like Monkey and Monkey, because like Monkey didn't do that original series. Like, like he did. Like I don't mean. I mean he didn't do like the Quebecois mask. <laughs> I like I recall it the Quebecois mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> Yeah, one thing that is weird though is this like when she is giving the mask to him, there's a single panel that looks fucking terrifying. Where like Kellaway's joking about trying to put it on and then Ka- and then Kath- Kathy just like, oh, jumps yeah, out and like No that. please God, no. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I, but I like that from a yeah. setup perspective, because that's kind of the whole established expectations and tension thing. Yeah. Because unlike Stanley, who was kind of an asshole, as far as she can tell, Kelly's wrote a decent guy. Yeah. But she knows what the mask does, and she's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, <laughs> like, uh, like, that I, That works. It's just, like, like, in in the Zero issue, they did, like, a couple bits where they had, like, regular people reacting like cartoon characters. Where, where they have, like, you know, the, oh, the, yeah. where they have, like, the fucking, like, hair exploded out, like, massive yeah, eyes. The, 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 sup- the super over-the-top, ridiculous imagery of how people yeah. react to things. This looks like someone trying to pull off a face like that with the coloring and everything, but mm-hmm. they still have the proportions of a regular human face. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see. Like, Likewise, I like the uh, the shading and stuff. Go, like, two pages after that page you guys are talking about when he's in the car. And oh, yeah, that looks fucking like great. Yeah. 
like it just looks very moody and dark and you know like he's kind of thinking to himself in the car like it's a lot of a lot of good gestures and stuff going on there and like just setting the mood for that character in that scene like it he definitely he definitely got a lot better for sure from like the you know as the series go on more detail yeah yeah so Callaway heads home took the mask with him because why not puts it on and holy Toledo the lady was right <laughs> that's a direct quote yeah yes, at which it. point on he, he starts using the mask to kill criminals who've been getting off for stupid reasons or for corruption reasons yeah and this, this, is inter- and this is intercut with him with like the revelation that the assistant DA is crooked as hell yeah right. or that uh, um, he silenced witnesses by scaring the piss out of them uh, intercut also with the introduction of another uh, significant character to the to the mask comic series who would have been a very weird introduction to the movies Walter 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 might be my just my straight up favorite I mean he's a cool image and I like it when he shows up but it's yeah. like I I really like He Walter. doesn't make sense though <laughs> No Wal- Walter such, does not make sense and that's, that's kind of why I love though. him <laughs> Yeah he's he's just a brick shit house yeah, like, just like, like cannot is, be defeated he Walter doesn't even is need a slasher villain <laughs> in a world that's not supposed to have slasher villains unless the yeah. masks around Yeah like like Walter is Walter comes from the same like universe as the mask does but like the opposite side of it He's kind of like that guy from Hack Slash, that that big fucker. Yeah, he's a little Vlad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was actually seeing someone try to sell me on a crossover they did recently, which was uh, crossing over Hack Slash with the crow. Ugh. Oh, God. (laughs) That sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) Like a genuine nightmare. I mean, it would make sense. It's just that the tones would be like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like like Axlash can be a little moody, but it's also like fun balls against the wall 80 slasher style shit. Yeah. The crow is the, the crow. The crow cuts itself. The crow cuts itself. <laughs> yes, the crow The crow is the kind of thing the crow is the kind of people that put up like slow-mo black and white photography still like photography collages on Facebook. <laughs> they're the kind of guy. They're the kind of guys who like listen to fucking like Lincoln Parks, like I like crawling on my skin and think it's too fucking held back and restrained. But anyway, that was a that was kind of an off-topic thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, as Kellaway is going around being the big head murderer because in the comics they call him Big Head. Yeah, which that's one thing that I'm not particularly sad disappeared with yeah. the Jim Carrey because Big yeah. Head's not that great of a name. <laughs> no, the mask is though. Yeah. Yeah, so as he is going around being Big Head, Kath keeps calling him trying to just like get in, like see how things are going, see how the mask is doing. Has he been using it? And he just lies to her because no one respects Kathy. Uh, as he starts getting more and more fucking pissed off about the assistant DA just getting in his way stopping his cases and for a second there it seemed like there was it seemed like again like the missed opportunity thing for whatever fucking reason one night when he goes out on patrol he has this whole Sinatra bit going on yeah I, 
That didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that went fucking nowhere. And if it had of, if for whatever fucking reason, they decided that Le- that Calloway's mask was just a real big fucking Sinatra Rat Pack fan, mm-hmm. it would have been something. But yeah, no, it's just another like bit. A, that would have just been a deliberate differentiation of character from one mask user to the next, which they ultimately don't commit to. They try to in The Mask Strikes Back. Vaguely. But not enough. Yeah, never enough. I I also wanted to point out that there's that one scene where, um, I think just prior to the Sinatra bit, where... Uh, he shoots the shit out of them when he's kind of like one of those carny guys with a machine gun. And then yeah, and when he's when he's in the, 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 the it looks horrifying, the scene where he's in like the ambulance and he rips off his fucking face. Yeah, all of the one co- eye and the big fucking teeth. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> all of the all of the creativity in this series went into like the gore and like the yeah. horrifying scenes because I dig it. <laughs> I, I mean, I dig it too. Yeah, but like, there's not enough of it. I, I, I can't, yeah. I can't disagree with Dead Man's assertion that, like, yes, it's good when it happens. Like a standout for me from this miniseries is uh, when Mass Callaway uses just the understanding of his own invincibility to have two guys shoot him from either end to kill each other. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's but, very so so. It's Nothing not like- there enough, and it's and it also playing into the whole. There's no real differentiation between mask wearers. There's not enough differentiation in how each mask wearer handles situations. Yeah, so it just becomes kind of boring after a while. Like, say what you want about Freddy, he got creative. Oh, hundred fucking percent. <laughs> now like, I'm playing with power. Like, like, yeah. these, like these guys got one set of powers for everyone, and then decided everyone uses them exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you guys saying. When you strip away a lot of the the outright violence in this, there's a very basic story being told, and maybe not a lot there. But I think as an aside to the movie, it is quite interesting just to see like how hyper violent and dark the comic is compared to the film, right? Yeah. So, like, I th- I think yeah. I think I, I think for that reason alone, it was enjoyable for me to read just to kind of see it from that. Uh, don't, don't, that don't get me wrong. Yeah. I enjoyed reading this. Same. It's yeah, like, just that like, this I, is, I can't not see the flaws now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this book is a totally fine, like three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. The mask movie is like a four and a half out of five. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, again, yeah, I know we'll get to it. Just that it's hard not to separate the two, just because, like, my first uh, exposure, well, I think that's exposure to the is, movies, the, is the film, right? Like, that's, that's. I mean, that's just to the movie's benefit. I think that yeah. it it did a lot to differentiate itself from the comics. And when we get to the movie, I'll talk about that in a little bit more detail. Yeah, but I mean, again, credit to the creators of the comics. That there's a lot of iconic imagery. It's fun to read this, even as like as you guys have pointed out, kind of like dark and kind of stupid grim. Like, not real grim. There's not enough depth of character for this to be really grim. It's just kind of like a a 15-year-old shithead's idea of grim. Yeah. uh, So, like, uh, what was was that TV show everyone liked that was before my time? Uh, Beavis and Butthead? Like, Beavis and Butthead's idea of grim? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anywho. Kathy keeps checking in on Kellaway. 
appears to be something going on there. I don't know. Because she's the only character with a brain yeah. in this series. The only fucking one. <laughs> but yeah, and then we get to meet Walter, who we met a little bit earlier, just kind of as, hey, here's this big guy. But then he fucking begins fighting the mask and, like, holds his own and is able to hurt him. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least hurt the mask enough that the that wearers of the mask get tired of fighting him because yeah like, like they think oh i'm invulnerable i can create anything this should be quick oh this is not ending anywhere i'm tired of doing this essentially <laughs> yeah and so he he takes he get he gets thrown through a he gets thrown through a street lamp post grabs all the wires out of it and shoves it in walter's mouth don't worry walter's just tired yeah Again, slasher villain. Yeah. Uh, finds the fucking... Uh, yeah, so Walter has been working for the um, drug dealing drug dealer that uh, that uh, Kelloway's been after. Uh, yeah, Rias or something like that. I can't remember his something name. Like, something like that. Rapaz. Yes, yes, sin, yeah, yeah, it's something Rapaz. Uh, they get to talking, and he blows up the cigarette. You know, because gag shit. Yeah. And whoops, the dude overpowers his dad, but oh no, there's a witness. Oh no. That's Don't bad. worry, that's easily fixed. Yeah, that's easily fixed. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside the, outside the police station, every reporter is like, Hey, Callaway, why do you fucking suck? No comment. Yep. And the captain. I would have loved if that was the actual dialogue. Why do you suck? No comment. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he goes and talks to the DA, who's all like, who's all just like, hey, I'm ineffectual. Talk to my assistant. Robba, 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 I'm, I'm Commissioner Loeb from Batman. I mean, I guess he's not. He's not, like, horribly corrupt. He's just incompetent, but... Yeah, his the Sorry, assistant was, DA is horribly corrupt. Yeah, I, mean, I was rereading uh, Batman Year One recently, so... Yeah. Are, they still, are they still doing Year Ones? No, no. That's a shame. They they keep saying that they're gonna they occasionally do an Earth one, but no Year one. Oh, that, that's that's right. That's what I meant. Earth one. I mean, yeah, Jeff they still occasionally do an Earth one book. I, they did a Teen yeah. Titans one recently, but the Green Lantern one's really good. That the second one's going to be coming out soon, and that Jeff Johns said by the end of for this year or start of twenty twenty one, the third volume of Batman Earth one's supposed to come out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if only Jeff Johns' ideas from Titans Earth One would make it into the Titans show that he's supposedly contributing to. If but, only, uh, <laughs> if only anybody's ideas who, if only anybody who's familiar with the characters had ideas for that show. Well, no, I think it was Lemire that wrote the Titans Earth One, though, not Jeff Johns. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Lemire and the dots. The, the, the well, J- well, yeah. Dodsons? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, Nico. Uh, has Jeff Johns written any Titans books? I, I don't know. Has uh, he? <laughs> <laughs> He has. Yeah. <laughs> Did he write the one where like the Wonder Twins got eaten by a giant dog? Oh, that yeah, thing? that was him. Yeah. That was okay. in the lead up to uh, Infinite Crisis. 
Yeah, Infinite Crisis. The book everybody loves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, at least it's not Identity Crisis. Yeah, fair enough. Anywho. <laughs> Calloway has to go talk to the witness who saw the mask stuff. Meanwhile, other drug dealers... scare the shit out of him. Yeah, meanwhile, other drug dealers are getting ready to go fucking take out the boy who took out Rapazes. So the, the yeah, book, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. So all, all the get all the gangland war shit. The only time matter. I ever cared about it was when some random asshole driver in the gangland became the mask for a while and just made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the mask scuba dives up to the man while he is pissing. Yeah. Cool image. Yeah, and it's and very oh, funny. I just realized that they repeated it in the most recent. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to bitch about the recent miniseries at the end of this, but we'll sorry. Talk. We'll talk. But yeah, like, like this whole bit is actually like visually the funniest to me, I think. Yeah, well, it's a sort of montage of murder. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not talking about the great. montage of murder. I'm talking about like like the, the visual of the of like Kellaway crawling onto the crawling onto the pier from the water. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> just just like spread out like as far as he fucking can up there, one leg just out, a octopus crawling up his tank onto his head. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just very funny to me. Yeah, and I was also kind of confused when uh, he took the mask off and he was still in the scuba suit. Yes, that made no sense. <laughs> that's kind of like the opposite of what you were talking about, where the mask was still the mask when not on someone's face back in issue zero. Yeah, here the mask is the mask wearer is still wearing his mask clothes without the mask on. I'm getting tired of saying mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then from there it's a splash page of just. Murder. Just murder. Just coming out, someone that coming to do with samurai sword, coming to another dude. He feels fantastic. And he's never felt better than he does right now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, then, after that night of old debauchery, uh, the captain puts him on suspension. Because, yeah, you know. He, he, he seems to not be doing anything to stop a mass murderer who's murdered hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if the cop said, hey, why don't we just help the Punisher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he then hears on his radio, whoops, the hostage situation happened in an Italian restaurant. It's the gangsters. Time for the time for Big Head to show up and get fucking working. Well, I mean, he, he does this whole song and dance of being like the lone cop walking in to yeah. stop the situation and walking out. And he's like, I'm the hero. I stopped the situation. All the hostages are alive. While inside, every every bad guy on either side is dead. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if this is like... Do, do like, you know, bullfighter hats look vaguely like Mickey Mouse ears? Especially, um, especially when he, he goes Olay, it definitely looks like yeah, it. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I I just would rather not. I know that uh, the whole bullfighter outfit thing is kind of distinctive with the mask anyway because of Looney Tunes. But I, I, I think I, those I, hats I, I think are usually the only, fuzzy. Like the, yeah, well, they, well, they are fuzzy. They're made of felt, yeah. so they are fuzzy. But uh, I would just rather not think about bullfighter costumes, except out, except in the context of something cartoony. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering if Disney has the has the opportunity to sue here. Uh, I mean, they would have had to have cared. And I guess actually by the time this comic was coming out, Disney might have cared because like the 80s was bad for Disney. 
if you've never heard. Yeah. <laughs> they once lost to the Care Bears, which I find hilarious. <laughs> yeah, anyway, and then the yeah, so he kills all these kills these dudes, has various funny costumes. Oh look, he's a French chef. I'll make this kick out of poison. And then whoops the doodles. I'm a fucking luchador. I'm a fucking fighter guy. <coughs> and then we get the only really clever use of his powers. Yeah, like I mentioned. Yeah, walks like a saloon door style thing, which then two dudes on either side shoot of it, shoot at it. It actually is like drawn pretty interesting as well because it is because uh, it's drawn like both panels yeah. facing each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. They've done they've done that very few times. Like I think they did that issue zero a little bit when he was like killing the cops, where he'd like mess with the panel order or like you know show or mess with like the order in which he showed up in panels. Interesting though, they didn't decide for him to break the fourth wall more so in this comic. It's not like he's a like that could have been like a earlier Deadpool version in a sense. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Did they ever? No, they didn't. I, I'm just saying. I, I know the they oppor- crossed over. Um, the opportunity some DC there, characters is what with saying. the mask. I couldn't remember if they ever crossed over uh, Deathstroke with him or not. You know, I think it was just Joker. Yeah, Joker and Harley was in it too. Yeah, it well, Joker, um, the Wild Horse, the Wild Storm character Grifter crossed over with him as well. Oh, well, that's weird. Know- Really? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking weird. I like weird. Grifter. I actually then, like Grifter. And then Lobo. Lobo wore the mask at one point. Of course that he was did. Also, that was <laughs> fucking well, That's of the time. Stupid. What the, what, the fuck would, what the fuck would the mask do to Lobo? I know. He's already uh, like... <laughs> Genocide. He already did that. Just more of it. <laughs> anyway. Like, I'm dead serious. When I read Lobo mask crossover, it basically just devolved into, oh... Lobo actually got sick of wearing the mask because he just felt bored doing the, what the mask wanted him to do. Neat. Anywho, he comes out, hero cop, Ooh, everything's great. Then Captain shows up, you're fired. And the, and, the, and the mob guys are like, oh, hey, it's the cop that did it. Because they originally thinking, hey, was it the cop that did it? And they're like, nah, he's too fucking straight laced. Sure about that? And then, yeah, nope, he is not. Yep. So, Kelly gets home, and there's Kathy saying, give me the fucking mask, you dumbass. Again, the only character. Yeah, the only character who's A, has a brain, and B, has a moral compass that uses it. <laughs> yep. 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 So, the two of them, like, Kellaway. Hash out. Yeah, they hash out their differences, and Kellaway somehow convinces her to let him keep the mask. Yeah, it's like... Here, I'm going to lock it in this drawer. You have the key. Now I can't get it without your permission. To which he just immediately, once he needs to, he just hacks it open with an axe. Yeah. yeah it's like, here, I'm going to lock this. I'm going to lock this mask in this very flimsy wooden drawer. Here, you have this. You have the only key. I cannot get it any other way. As he, as he like, his eyes dart over to where the axe in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Walter is doing his thing. Killing, that's like a really lot of people. Cool, really yeah. cool effect with his hands, where it's like bam, 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 bam. And it shows like multiple hands, like yeah. kind of show like him slamming his fucking face into hamburger meat. <laughs> like yeah. really cool, really cool. Yeah, and I also love how like the how, like the cops of both the cops are like terrified. It's like, all right, guy, just put your hands where you can see him, okay? And then he does it, and the cops are like, uh, 
Thank you. <laughs> the, the one guy's holding a fucking gun, and the other, his other arm is like caressing his, his <laughs> the arm that he's using to aim. I'm just like, what kind of yeah. pose is that? Well, like, like one, like one guy is standing there, just like full on, like ready to go. The other guy, like one, one of his arms is just like dropping. It's <laughs> like hugging himself. It's yeah, like, oh god, please don't kill me. I have a family. <laughs> this gun and I, this gun and I need each other. It's just weird body language that I caught. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. So... I for- I fucking forget the actual context of what's happening here, but like fucking... Like Lister I mean, at, is at some point like the 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 gang war gets more just gets more out of control, and Callaway breaks his promise immediately and puts Bass Mask back on. Well, like, he puts the Mask back on to go after Lister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but like and then after that, uh, I can't remember. I think Walter shows up again for a brief stint, and then when that kind of just stops because every battle between the mask and Walter just stops. It doesn't actually, yeah, nothing ends. <laughs> and then like the final showdown there is between him and his partner. Yeah. Well, Cause he's, he's, he's about, he's trying to kill the captain. Right. Who, but, uh, he, then the, okay. So, yeah. the so I remember, sorry, sorry. God, God, now. Yeah. He, the mask, yeah, Callaway shows up to fucking Lister's office and finds all the information he needs to show that, to prove that Lister's dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah gets gets all, gets all the info to show that Lister's dirty, including the heroin that had been that disappeared from the evidence office. Yeah, um, none of which would hold up in court. <laughs> none of which would hold up in court. <laughs> uh, but he also then does confess to everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then Callaway in the mask shows up, and the cops understandably shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 uh, chief's exact words were, "All right, boys, immolate that son of a bitch." Mm-hmm. And it is like fucking dudes with hunting rifles, dudes with fucking AR-15s, yeah. pistols. Yeah. Like I, I I count like three rocket launchers. Yeah, and, and uh, shout out Which, to his attire in this scene. I think it's the best suit of the whole suit. Oh whole yeah, Le- leather jacket, wife beater, like high waisted, like fucking plaid pants, checkered pants with the battle axe. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I really dig it. Really dig it. Yeah, so he begins attacking the other cops with an axe, including almost killing his partner and the chief. Yeah, and this is another like rules of the mask thing that I'm not sure if they ever hammered out or not. Um, the Kellaway starts arguing with the mask. Yeah. Like the mask and him start blowing him up. And the implication seems to be that the mask has its own personality. That's separate from Kellaway's. Not mm-hmm. that it's just Kellaway put out to the max. Yeah. They, and they, they kind of showed that a little bit with, uh, when, when the Ipkiss story, when like he first got the mask, it talked to him. Which I think is another improvement that the movie makes, because it implies less that the that the mask is just a serial killer who takes other people's bodies to kill people, yeah, and more yeah. just that the mask is just a instrument to be for used for petty frustrations and vanity projects by whoever's wearing it. Yeah, it seems like the mask has too much personally invested in what the wearers do. 
which becomes a bigger problem in the final mini series that I'll talk about at the end, but not yeah. there yet. Yeah, so Callaway, he is about to show a stick of dynamite in his partner's mouth. Doesn't, runs away with it, explodes, leaving behind some fucking hamburger, but then turns out he's fine and buried the mask in his fucking basement. Yep. Well, Kel- while Kathy is there saying, give me my goddamn mask back, why did I ever trust you with it? And thus ends the mask. Mm-hmm. Moving on to The Mask Returns. Still written by Arcudi, still drawn by Monkey. This time colors by Chris Chalinor with lettering exclusively by Pete Brousseau. Way better on both fronts. Yes, way better. And the colors kind of immediately also look way better. Yeah. So three weeks after the events of The Mask, a bunch of fucking goons working for the mob boss that Callaway had fucking fucked over uh, show up at Callaway's house to kill him. <coughs> and it's a big old comedy bit. Luckily, Kelloway knew they were coming, I guess, or heard them coming. So he's able to fight them off a little bit before getting into the basement, trying to dig up his mask a la John Wick. Yeah. But they get shot and in the back. He gets to it just in time before he gets <laughs> blasted. Baba and then Yaga. they walk off with the mask. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. just as a joke, one of the gangsters puts it on their driver who's a little shit. Yeah, this weedly little motherfucker with like a giant Squidward nose. Yeah, who then, knowing, I don't know if he knew he would survive or not, but just, I guess, out of curiosity, he drove himself and (laughs) the gangsters into a wall and blew up the car they were all in. Yeah, they all just go flying out the fucking window. He just looks back and (laughs) just sees all of them basically dead. I I thought there was a weird choice made here uh, artistically where, like, as he, like, triumphantly, like, discovers that he survives that and he's like it also made me invulnerable and you see the actual words like outside of the bubble it also made me invulnerable yeah i thought that was just an odd that's i think that was another fourth wall decision that's not ever consistently applied enough to be really interesting yeah so that so that's why it kind of stood out to me i was like "Hmm, or it's it's like i mean if he had looked at us and asked hey does this mean i can't be killed that might have worked a little better but i don't know how, how many years was between this one and the first series? Not Damn. long. I think like maybe six months to a year. Yeah. Wow. Me... He, he levels up Monkey in this yeah, fucking one. Compared he goes, to, he dude. Really, he really leveled up <laughs> between this one and the other one. I'm just, I'm just looking through these. Scenes. Yeah. So the, like, so the wow. mask. Yeah. So the original mask ended in December '91. Uh, the mask return started October '92. Wow. He got a lot better. Yeah. So like <laughs> in less than a year. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Uh, so, meanwhile, Walter is in prison. And we actually get a close-up look of, like, just what Walter looks like, and fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And That's also, <laughs> I I don't know why any crook would mess with Walter. Yeah, no one prison. would fucking mess with Walter. You look at Walter, and you die. <laughs> but no, this one motherfucker just, like, is sitting there fucking just eating and Walter's looking at him and he decides to fucking pick a shit it's like right what are you fucking looking at Walter so Walter punches him over three tables it doesn't even look like he punches him he just like raises his arm to him and he flies (laughs) no he 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 did to him what the Hulk did to Thor in Avengers he just was like yeah yeah Yeah. and then everyone and then and then every the guy they fucking flies into is like right who the fuck did that looks over sees Walter and you just get this like really great like oh, well, single yeah. panel 
Or do you see Walter with like this giant fucking like Glasgow smile, like this fucking nine times over cauliflower ear? I was gonna say, I, yeah, I was just about to say that the cauliflower ear, nice touch. Yeah, his, like, his really ear, cool. It's, <laughs> also, it's also cauliflower ear, and more like he took one of those like inflatable hemorrhoid pillows and cut it in half. Because I, I don't even know if I would have known if I read this when it was coming out why his ears were like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, before, like, UFC, oh, I didn't yeah. see cauliflower ears that much. Like, then I was like, Yeah, I'd heard the term cauliflower ear because I watched, like, a bunch of old, uh, I, wa- I watched a bunch of old, like, uh, Three Stooges stuff when I was a kid. Oh, fair. Yeah, but okay. I never knew what, the, what it actually meant. Right. Yeah, so nice touch to have done that with his character. I, yeah. I, I like that a lot. But yeah, then it turns out then it turns out only that guy is a dumbass because everyone else in prison is like, oh, I'm a leave. Just I just I don't want to deal with Walter right now. <laughs> Cut to a pizza place because you know the mob. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess or I guess like this is an Italian restaurant, it's a pastry shop. Danucci's. But still, you know, fucking uh, Italian. And one of the guys from the car crash shows up. And he's like, hey, I need to talk to the boss. What the fuck, what's going on? This dude fucking lost his mind. Turns out the boss is in Miami. And this makes this guy not very happy as he screams this cartoon scream and his jaw grips off. Because shock of shocks, it's the mask. <laughs> With a mask. Yep. <laughs> and so the mask has decided to take over this criminal family. And goes around deciding to weapon the competition, including nuking a family bar mitzvah or whatever. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it's the fucking you come, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding mm-hmm. to be nuked. Yeah, so he, you know, bomb and hammer. Bada boom, because you know it's the Italians. And then he attacks the fucking triad as a Arthurian knight. Yeah. Which, I don't get that. I mean, I, I will say I'm glad when this guy's not in the mask anymore because he, like, the, there's almost no creativity to what he does. <laughs> yeah, it's all, just, it's, all just, it's all just bits we've already seen. What, I mean, that combined with the end where he, he literally does the awuga, like, when he sees, uh, what's her name, Kathy? Um, it, it's it's more so in line with what I guess we saw in the film in terms of the cartooniness of it, like in this issue, at least a little bit more so than the first one. Like at least I mean, this, it's this, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean in terms of imagery, but like yeah, and, and, not, not and again, the, the big difference that the mask movie has over the over the comics is characterization. Mm. Like everything about both Stanley and his mask persona makes sense with what's established either in plot or in background imagery or just like little plot details. Everything, uh, uh, most of the cartoony stuff, it's cool to look at, but it just seems random. Yeah. And and it, like after a certain point, randomness gets kind of tiring, particularly if they don't just keep upping the ante. And I think at this point, they finally ran out of ways to up the ante, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Kathy, sad about Kellaway getting fucking bodied, decides to take matters into her own pa- in her own hands. Takes off her '80s mom jeans and puts on t- puts on a tight black number, and decides to go fucking get that mask. Yeah, you know, doing how she do. 
being the only goddamn person with initiative. Also, more reminiscent of like the, at least the look of um, of Cameron Diaz in the in the film in these scenes. I would yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely where they they really got a lot of the inspiration for Cameron Diaz. Man, she yeah, who was who movie. was definitely not the first choice for that movie. She was actually like a last minute pick. Yeah, that was her but, debut, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. But it was yeah. she was not the person who was supposed to be in that role originally. Oh it was wow. Supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, she was nineteen at the time, I believe. Wow. Yep. Anyway, bunch of other gangsters show up and going, "Hey, we're here to fucking kill the mask boy." So he decides to go play sports with them. Yeah. And by doing so, they die. Yay. <laughs> you know, the mask. Yeah. I mean, I remember the imagery because, like you guys said, the artist is amazing in these in these miniseries, particularly after the first one. But I just don't care anymore because I don't... The, the, they deliberately set up the guy who's currently wearing the mask to be a completely uninteresting pushover. So you're just waiting for whatever Kathy's doing to come to anything, which is why the second half of this miniseries is better than the first. Yeah. yeah as he's still trying to fucking get going and just being a real shitbag. Meanwhile, the actual mob boss in Miami is hanging out with a man baby. Like I, I don't yeah. get this scene. This is like a weird cutaway scene to Miami yeah. where we see the mob boss like sitting on a like a little beach chair with an umbrella, but then there is like a British butler fully dressed next to him serving him alcohol, and then next to him is basically me with less hair. <laughs> I He's going, You think he'll do it, boy? It does kind of start up some of the narrative, though, that I actually do enjoy, where of um, of kind of the whole, um, sorry, what's his name, um, uh, Walter, kind of take uh, running the mob at one point, and like how it's it's really stupid the relationship between him and the mob. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. just like really, like, it's they, they keep thinking he's gonna do stuff for them, and like he just doesn't well, they give keep a thinking shit. they yeah. can control him. Yeah, that's what's yeah. funny and, and, about and it. <laughs> If he agrees, he might yeah. do something for you. Yeah, but that's, that's that's very much a big if. Yeah, so that's this whole this this whole uh, cutaway scene is just the mob boss talking to the head of the parole board to get Walter released from prison. Right. Meanwhile, in prison, some dude's like, "Hey, Walter, ain't somebody's got no how to fucking talk to him, right? Just look, look, he's not looking for trouble. He's just fucking being cool." He's like, "Hey, Walter, how's it going? I'm a fucking arm." <laughs> Yeah, like, Walter's the only thing I, I continue to enjoy throughout all three series, actually. Like, when he gets to the third one, he's just ridiculous. <laughs> just like, yeah, after, after he's turned to Freddy Krueger meets Jason. Yeah, just like, what is this guy? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So Walter gets released. And then the captain is like, hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Lionel, how you doing? How's your partner? I didn't feel like going back because I thought I'd be upset if he saw me. I know he's in a coma, but like, whatever. I'm a bad cop. It appears like it appears that also between series, they made the police chief way more sad sack. Like in the first one, he, yeah, like in the first one, he was well, like, because he, he doesn't matter after this point. So it's just yeah. like what? I guess they didn't want him to just come up. Like, it's like, 
Oh, God. Oh, uh, Calloway. Glad he's dying on a deathbed. I guess they didn't want that to be his last scene, I guess. But Yeah. Oh, well. And then the mask, the mask boy has finally got where he's going. He gonna fuck. But Kathy's like, yeah. I don't want you to wear that weird green thing on your fucking face. Yeah, I don't want you to look like uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day Skeletor. And he's like, but I want to look like this. I don't want to be good. I want to be Skeletor. And she's like, all right, fine. Fuck you. So then he takes off the mask. Yeah, but not without disagreement from, again, the mask persona. Yeah. Which is just weird. Yeah, he, he... She tries to take the mask, and he goes jump at her. She shoots him. And then she puts on the mask. And manages yeah, to escape the mob. Yeah. And then... We get something... Yeah, we get to the backstory of the mask. Yeah, and, it is, um, it's a bunch of people dancing around a fire with a bunch of others like lead down in a circle. One person's kind of like dancing around, shaking like a rock or something. Some dude with a machete comes up and just cuts their fucking head off. They put the head back on and it's the mask. Yeah, then the priest takes the mask off and someone else steals it and swaps it with a, a duplicate yeah. Meanwhile, the mafia in the fucking Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Are like, hey, you get the fucking mask for us? All right, cool. Guess what? We're going to fucking kill you. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. This is the rep. This is the fucking replica. And then the guy who stole the mask is wearing the mask. Do they get a lot of merry melodies in the fucking Amazon? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I do not get it. Like, the thing of being an instrument of Loki, that is disappointing, but makes sense. Well, it's it's less convoluted and more clearly explained. Yeah. Loki trickster god. It makes trick stuff. Woo, okay, I got it. This is... Oh, yeah, it's put, an da- put down on Earth by guy who wants... Who likes watching humans fuck with each other. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, but meanwhile, <laughs> this is, oh, yes, when a, to a tribe of aborigines deep in the Amazon rainforest use it as part of their rituals to do something. Then a white guy took it to give it to the mafia because, you know, a bunch of Italians were down in the fucking Borneo looking like, hey, we gotta get this fucking mask, Dave, but that'll give us a fuckload of money. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, Kathy wakes up after the mask shows her this dream for some reason. Yeah, um, after a long night of her trying to destroy the fucking thing. Yeah, and it, uh, I'm going to emphasize this for later. She makes as clear as could be possible with like available tools and instruments that you can't destroy the mask itself. Yeah, we see... You can't destroy the wearer. You cannot destroy the mask. Yeah, we see on her table like a like a crowbar that's been like bent in like seven different places. We see a blowtorch. We see an axe with the axe head like split in half. Yeah, a uh, chainsaw that the chain came off of on the floor. Yeah, an ice pick like bent, a sledgehammer with the head bent off a hammer and chisel with the chisel folded up like paper. So got that people? The mask cannot be destroyed by physical means. Yep. And we see for like a hot second mm. that she may or may not be tempted to use the mask to go do crime fighty stuff. Well, yeah, just like to fix what the useless guy who was wearing it before did. Yeah, she sees three children killed in another mob shooting. And then Walter is there talking to a mafia, talking to one of the mafia guys. 
I think it's the Don. Pulling a uh, pulling a Bill pulling a Bill Duke from Predator. Yep, just just slowly cutting his own face. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. That scene. <laughs> it's so good. It's just like, it's like a slowly growing <laughs> smile on his face, just waiting for this guy to react. No, like really cool visual. Just like what the fuck? Yeah, dude? and then the second he reacts, just instant cut to just murder. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. It's fucking great. I mean, like you said, it doesn't really make sense why he's so fucking powerful, but the fact that he, they actually, they needed somebody to be able to stand up against yeah, the mask. The mask and needed it's, a it's, threat. Right, right. But that's what I mean. Like, for for whatever reason, it just works. Like, it, it works really well. Like, he's just a brick shithouse, and, 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 and you actually feel like he could, you know, and he, and he does. He, st- he takes on the mask, right? Like, numerous yeah. times, right? So, like, it survives. So, yeah, yeah, it's re- really cool. So anywho, Kathy heads over to Danucci's and then gets caught in the middle of a fucking crossfire as the other, as as a rival mafia family shows up and blows it up with a fucking rocket launcher, hurting an old hurting an old babushka and her buddy. Yeah. So Kathy Which- gives in, and yeah, just mows down the guys involved in the shooting who were still there. And the only bit of this I liked was when she starts questioning, where did this gun come from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is the she's like the second person to have her own internal monologue separate from the mask inside her head. Mm. It was like, all right, make a troll. Now, where'd I get this gun? Huh. In the hospital, Callaway hears about Bighead showing up and he wakes up. I guess that's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. At the docks, everyone's waiting for Walter to show up. Kathy shows up and kills some of them. Then, then Walter shows up. Walter shows up and briefly injures the mask. Yep. Shoots with a shotgun. <laughs> Just apparently, the, apparently his shotguns are also more powerful. Does his bigness translate into shotgun bigness? Uh, no, uh, he 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 borrowed his uh, shotgun from the Doom Slayer. <laughs> yeah, the, the shotgun in this panel is as big as he is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's like an like, elephant gun. <laughs> like boar slugs and an elephant gun. <laughs> yeah. Callaway is cel- Lionel celebrating. The Callaway is awake finally. Woo! And Nurse is like, "Oh, so a big head." And he's like, hey, it's fine. I'm not going to break head no more. Weird insert, but okay. Uh, Kathy wakes up after after getting fucking blasted with a shotgun. Then gets blasted with a shotgun again. And they get into the fight proper. As she shoots Walter, he's fine. Gets hit with a board. She's fine. As she's running away, she actually thinks, hey, let me take off the mask. And tricks Walter for like a hot second saying, yeah, she went that way. Yeah, I mean, I also just kind of like the image of her looking at the giant hole in her stomach as she's trying to take off. It's like, is this still going to be there when I take this off? Yeah, <laughs> like she, she has a hole in her chest, a hole in her stomach. And is like, okay, if I do this and it don't go away, I die. All right, three, two, one, go. Whew. Uh, goes to throw the mask into the water and Walter... Didn't buy it, so he's like, "All right, I'm gonna get the fucking mask." So 
It's time for fisticuffs with Kathy and fucking Walter. They do nothing. She goes full anime kid and nothing happens. Because Walter is made of iron. And so still, there's this this fucking fight and fight and they keep fighting. And honestly, I... I like it. I like I like this entire thing. I like just seeing Kathy like losing her mind more and more before just mm. giving up and Walter is still just fine. Like she went after him with a fucking flamethrower. The only thing they did was burn his clothing. Yeah. And apparently it's and apparently Walter's this giant mother tattoo on his fucking shoulder. Yeah, which I, I I just like that. Along with the image of him trying to take off the mask and only just stretching the neck. Yeah, like no one can remove the mask unless the person wearing it removes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they change in uh, other versions of it, which I go back and forth on. It yeah. maybe can work. Some can't. Uh, I mean, I just like the, the closest to a uh, character line. I really liked in any of these was when she takes it off or she's like, oh, I know what you want. Everyone who finds out about this thing wants it except me. Cause I'm sick to death of this thing. Yeah, yep. that's the closest to a strong character line in any of these first three miniseries. Yeah, so she takes off the mask and just gives it to Walter. And before Walter could take it, uh, Kellaway drives a car through the wall and bats him into the fucking ocean, goddamn uh, Bane style. Also, it's interesting because like the more everyone thinks like it's about like him trying to get the mask he really doesn't fucking need the mask of walter like at all like he like, like he's i don't know he's just like out for vengeance well i guess he's like, just like, like after being constantly beaten up bruised and set on fire by the mask at the end of the third volume i guess he's just curious I, what I, would happen if he wore it yeah like I, like it's <laughs> I think it's more about just cred, though. Like, it's the fact that there's something out there that that's as tough as he is. Honestly, like, I don't even you know think it's I, mean? a ma- like, I don't even think it's a matter of cred. I think it's like he knows how strong he is. He kind of wants to. I think he just wants to see what happens when he gets it. Right. Yeah. Like he's just, doing this for science. Yeah, science. Yeah, he just doesn't. I really do it even all need for it. the science. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and I hear what you're saying. It's not like cred means anything to him because we we see that time and time again like he doesn't give a no, shit no one would question Walter's crime no I know but <laughs> yeah. who the well, fuck's gonna look at Walter and go yeah. I don't know if you're street enough no 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 yeah so here I misspoke I didn't mean that but I meant like I think it's just like it pisses him off that there's this thing out there that he can't beat like you know what yeah, I mean yeah well like, I mean it, it's, it's, it's like it would be like slasher versus slasher thing it'd be right. like Freddy again Freddy versus Jason not a great movie but you kind of like the stuff where Freddy kept trying to kill Jason. It's like, why won't you just die? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really, I like that movie. It's fun. It's not a it good movie. It's a it fun doesn't movie. work. It doesn't work as intended. But if if they didn't, if they fought for actually more than five minutes of screen time, it would have been better. But yeah, but yeah. like they, it's. That's, arguably, you could make an entire feature length movie out of Freddy versus Jason because. It would just get repetitive. <laughs> yeah, like with the feature length movie, you got to kind of like they, they they were trying to ride that line of okay, we have to have Freddy fight Jason, but if we do that the entire movie, it's gonna get dull. So we need a story. Yeah, it was fine. I liked it better than Alien versus Predator. So yeah, of course you did. That. 
Alien vs Predator is a goddamn slog. The, the only thing worse than AV, the, the only thing worse than Alien vs Predator is Alien vs Predator Requiem. The one where little baby Sean Spencer gets his fucking she gets fucking shit pushed in by the by the Predator alien, and then gets his stomach burst open. I haven't seen it. It's bad. Yeah. Like, just just bad. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's bad if you can see it. Yeah, because that's one of the big problems with AVPR is that you can't really see it. Yeah. You'd think with all the Predator visions, you'd be able to see the movie better, but no. Is that the one with Danny McBride? No, that's uh, that's Alien Covenant. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anywho, moving on to the Mask Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, once Which again, is an anthology within an anthology. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so once again, this is Arcudi and Monkey. Uh, this time, we actually get credited to Inkers. Uh, with inks by Keith Williams and Rich and Rich Parada. Mm-hmm. Colors by Gregory Wright and lettering by uh, Lois Bahalis. I probably butchered one of your names, and I'm sorry. And we start out with artwork that doesn't look like it was drawn by Doug Monkey. Probably the Inkers. Because, like, fuck me, this looks disgusting. I think it's because of the the inkers that are working with him in this that it's no, uh, like different. the the thing that fucks up the thing that fucks up with this is the proportions on that fucking one guy, the guy in the wife beater. Let me bring oh. this up again to look. Yeah, like like dude in the middle looks like he's fucking halfway into his into his transformation into fucking Kentaro. <laughs> Let's see, the cover looks okay, but yeah, no the. The different art aesthetics start looking confusing in this last one. Actually, kind of looks like a Daredevil comic from around this time. Plus, like, the art looks a little bit more polished, and it's actually... I don't like well, it's it. It's more polished, but it's also too over-detailed. No, but that's I what I mean. It, lo- it, looks like, it looks like they polished a first draft. Yeah, it's like it loses a little something in this one compared to the second series. That's why what I meant by polished. Like, I actually liked the detail that was added to the second one as opposed to this. And that's why I said, I don't know if it's because of the anchors or what, but it's, it definitely looks different than the second series. That, that second series is probably the best looking one. I'd say. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it has been an amount of time since the mask returns and a group of fucking shit bags. One of whom is a mask fanboy. Yep, or I'm sorry, a big head fanboy. Yep, he is wearing a leather jacket with a with his custom with his custom big head art. Do not steal. Yeah, and he's wearing an anarchy. Totally not used for the cover of the book he's in. Yeah, he's wearing he's wearing an anarchy t shirt. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because you know early '90s shithead. (laughs) Yeah, and he's hanging out the rest of the early '90s shitheads uh, with uh, stoner shaggy dude. The black yeah. nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like that. You know, the, you know the guy who hung up with the burnouts, the black nerd. <laughs> but yeah, so like he is, yes, he's hanging out with like the black nerd, uh, like Shaggy's, like really far gone older brother. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Shaggy's brother who went to the heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, crackhead, crackhead, skinny guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and then this fucking probably weird, self-made crackhead. It's this weird combination between. Like is this we're coming between like a ballet dancer and a greaser? Uh right. oh yeah yeah kind of like um yeah and then and then, I don't know what he's he's too thin he's way too thin it's yeah weird like his thing. arms his, are his his arms are way too big 
Are they like in Seattle at this point? Because there's kind of like a grunge kind of thing. I don't know. There because like I, this I guy. I don't know where Edge City is supposed or. I, they, guess, I guess they don't name this. I, they I, I'm saying they, Edge they are City because of the movie. Yeah, they, they are in Town City, America. Because like this dude, like the one guy, kind of is a little Kurt Cobainish. Kind of, I don't know. Well, yeah, again, early '90s. But yeah, yes. that's what I mean. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so our main boy, who is tired of the fucking weird greaser ballerina calling him snacky, because you know, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> the writing for this one makes the least sense out of all of them, and that's saying yeah. something. Well, it's because they're trying to write for teen rebels. It's it's like people who don't. It's like people who don't know how to write for teenagers trying to write for teenagers rebelling. Which you know. Uh, that always works sorry, out well. I, yeah, I know. I I, I I grow tired of this meme, but it's unfortunately evergreen. How you do, fellow kids? <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids? Oh yes, the community, or is it community? I think it's community, isn't it? I don't know. Um, I, I just know it's so super shabby. No, it's Thirty Rock. I think it's Thirty Rock. Oh yeah, Thirty Rock. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's more likely with Steve Buscemi than Community. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah. So, so our main boy, whose name I don't care about, uh, heads I don't down. Don't care about any of these characters. Don't, don't, don't specify anyone you don't care about. Yeah, heads down to the fucking docks where. Walter died with the Walter got Walter quote unquote died and Along with big head. Yep. And spending his died. time and he's like, no, it's like big head can't be dead. He's too powerful for that. No, he's my husband. And then while freaking the fuck out and stabbing the stabbing the wood with other wood, he finds the mask. Meanwhile, yeah. Callaway is back on the job. He's back on the force. Him and Lionel driving around the fucking city, and Lionel pulls out the fucking bullets that were inside of that were inside of fucking Callaway. They go to the hospital where someone fitting Walter's description, being that description being, what if a fridge had legs? Yeah, well, a, a ten foot brick shit house, like the the thing with no rock. Yeah, what if a truck was like a person? They set that on fire. Yeah, but oops, a doodle. He escaped, somehow managing to break a window to be not big enough for him to fit through. Yeah, he should have Kool Aid Man the whole wall. Yeah, absolutely. Just um, my my blanket rope isn't reaching the ground. Oh well, I'll take the building with me. So yeah, Walter's out there. He escaped. Cut over to the shitheads. Who are just... Who are, I guess, establishing their personalities. Well, personality. Quote, unquote. Uh, they have a singular trait each. Yeah, they yeah they have a trait that they burrow into the end. And I... Like, the, the trait only serves to serve no purpose other than for, like, aesthetic purposes for the issue where they have the mask. Yeah. One's a comic book nerd. You know where that's going. Yep. One's a stoner. One, yeah, one's fear and loathing in Las Vegas. So yeah, that's actually probably the most creative <laughs> one imagery-wise. Yeah. One's a failed... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm probably assuming too much saying failed musician. But no, you're not. A he's, musician. he's failed. <laughs> Look who he's hanging who out becomes, with. He's failed. Who becomes a joke, a further joke of a musician. 
Yeah. And the and first then, one who's like And then our then our big boy shows up and he's like, Whoa, I'm a big head now. Woo. Let's go. I got myself a trench coat, these hot yellow pants, some fucking galoshes and a scarf. Yeah, I don't love these characters. <laughs> you shouldn't. Well, because I, I, I just thought this was a weird Even Stanley Ipkiss move. had more characterization than these assholes. Yeah. I, I, I see what they were trying to do with this one. It's just it's an odd choice to make in the third uh, of the connecting miniseries where well, it, all, I, it all felt like one big story for them to divert the story from the characters from the first two. Well, that's the thing. I think the I think the writers ran out of story after The Mask Returns. Yeah. So they were trying to figure out what they could do next. And that's why pretty much from this volume on, it's all anthology shit with but occasional... Even like, yeah, but even like Callaway, like he's back on the force and he's not even that big of a character in this series, in this one. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm I mean, just, he essentially becomes like the Rod Serling of the mask universe after this, or he's just like, uh, imagine okay. if you will, a shithead with a mask. Yeah. Imagine what could happen. <laughs> imagine if you will, yet another piece of shit finds the fucking mask. Now I got to deal with it. And then, uh, and Walter, when he shows back up, he's like just straight up like looking like Marv from Sin City. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so I actually watched I actually watched Sin City again recently. That still holds up despite yeah. the Frank Millerisms. Yeah, I bet I liked it. I liked it. So anyway, certainly yeah. better than the spirit. So Rick, oh, that's yeah. the name, Rick. <laughs> yes, he's like, hey guys, it's this mask thing. Look, it transforms you into big head, and oh, here we go. I'm gonna put it on and check this shit out. A mace, bam. Then then Kellaway. I do not like this back and forth. It does. It's it, it, it's it's very repetitive. There's not enough depth to how the characters behave. Yeah, and, and it keeps cutting it to, away for like nothing. Well, yeah, because I like I said, there, I think this was the miniseries where they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do next. Like, do we want to continue in, for lack of a better term, Edge City with Walter and someone else being Big Head, or do we want to like send it somewhere else yeah. and? I mean, if you read the next volume, you know the answer to that question. But which, which which makes sense that they would step away from it after this because they were probably like, "Listen, we're we're done with our version of this. Let's just let other people run with it, right?" Like, because like, yeah, it, it makes it makes all the sense in the world because it definitely seems like they run out of steam in this, which is why I previously said I think in this miniseries, Walter's the best part about it. Other than that, I'm just like. It's well, because he's the only part that feels consistent with what happened yeah. previously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone wants the mask, including Nerd Boy, who is the stupid fucking Nerd Boy, who's like, oh, yes, when I'm, when I'm engaging in conversation, I must use the most verbose vocabulary I have available in my syntax. You. Yeah, because, you know, that's how, that's what nerds do. That's. You could tell when we talk, we don't just fucking reduce everything down to the most basic words possible and just say fuck a lot. Imagine, if you will, a comic book where a person takes on a new persona as a result of putting on a certain face covering. Oh, you oh you like a Dial H for Hero, too. Mask, if you will. Oh, that's wrong. It's TV, Dial. TV comic, TV series from the mid '80s where people get powers from masks related to various fire uh, rescue vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Anywho, Big Head's back, so he's going to go on a rampage. He's got to go fucking egg the government. And then meanwhile, the, the, we meet, and then it cuts over to some fucking random gangster who I'm pretty sure died when the other guy got the mask. Maybe. I don't know. Um, like, like this looks like the guy who killed Kel- This looks like the guy who shot Kellaway and then got killed in the gun car accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think to add to the um, where do we go from here thing, uh, uh, the Mask Returns was the last Mask comic that came out before the movie did. Uh, the Mask Strikes Back kick started coming out in February of 1995, which was about six months after the movie hit the previous summer. Uh-huh. So that that probably adds to the well the combination of well. This franchise is a is a is can print money now because of the movie, but at the same time, the movie is a very different beast from what we had established previously in the comics. So where do we go from here? Yeah, nerd boy postulation. Maybe the mask takes out a different part of your persona, the it, if you will, and brings it to the forefront, giving it power. Which. Again, I didn't know the production side of things. That might have actually just been established by the movie. <laughs> Ooh. Because there's the there's the famous image before the the, fir- the famous like kind of, well not I guess not famous, but there's the scene in the movie where uh Ben Stein is talking on that daytime TV show or t- daytime host TV show about we all wear masks, metaphorically right. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we suppress masks. the id, our darkest desires. And put on and adopt a more socially acceptable image. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Anyone? Bueller. Yeah. The only thing they managed to get back for Son of the Mask from the first movie is Ben Stein, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he was probably doing win Ben Stein's money at that point. So he's yeah, like, at that point, he'd given up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, a useless, t- a useless fucking nine-panel spread. I don't. I. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. This last. It's unfortunate that this is the note that the se- that the omnibus so many, went out on. And so many fucking like where, stop starts that like there's no, it never is able to build momentum because it keeps cutting away to this other bullshit for no reason. Well, again, like say what we will about the previous volumes, the creators for those volumes, I think, had a clear idea. Like in terms of like tone and story, what they wanted to do. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think between the release of the movie the previous year and the fact that the pre- the previous creators kind of stepped away after this, after the Mass Returns, they were just trying to feel out what do we do with it at this point. Yeah, what can and we that's do why with this it? and that's why this volume in particular feels the most like what the hell are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walter's getting a suit. This scene's great, actually. <laughs> I like this. Yep. Walter, he's getting his suit all did up. He's got fucking his buddy there. Everything's going great. Then Walter hears about the mask on little baby TV. So, time to go a murdering. And his fucking other, his little buddy, his little shit toady, runs it after him. Walter just no look backhands him through the shop. While fingerprinting the mask elsewhere, his fingerprints are just monsters. Because, you know, that's not normal. 
Yeah, I mean, at least that was one of the more kind of creatively amusing images from the book. Because there's not, particularly despite the, like, difference of characters you have across all of these issues, there's not a whole lot of really interesting imagery in this last one. There's a couple, but not... Not a whole lot, no. No. But there is more gay panic. Again, early 90s. (laughs) Yep. So he peels and eats, so he's talking to the cops. The cops are like, oh, there we go. So he peels and eats a baseball, pulls out a pocket. Oh my God, it's a bomb. But it's okay. He's fine. Bombs can't hurt him. Apparently, bombs can't kill the fucking police either. Yeah, I, that I don't get. I know it's like whatever the wearer wants, but to some extent, the mask itself seems like such a serial killer. I'm surprised that they allowed those people to live. Like, I actually found. Some examples where wearers of the mask didn't kill anyone, I guess just because they didn't get a chance to. And the little girl that we thought didn't, she actually did. Oh, okay. Because because uh, she got a, a poison dart in her throat, which was supposed to kill any person. That she just look, pokes out, licks, and then throws back into the neck of the person who threw it. Neat. So yeah, the mask the mask itself is a killer. So I'm yep. always kind of dubious in the comics when the mask person that doesn't murder anyone. Yeah. But oh look, Walter's there. And that's that. Cut to some foreshadowing for gold tooth lions. Yep. That's that that's that's the end of that. Cut to a bar with Cathaway with Kellaway and Kathy. They're talking about their various soul experience at the mask did. Whoops the doodles Walter. And now we're just in a full-on fucking street fight between Walter and the mask. Yep. And a bunch of Which, wacky shit goes down. Yeah, it's so it starts out with the mask dressed as like at, like crotchety old lady, like the fucking uh, landlady from Kung Pao under the fist. Just hair rollers and loose-fitting pink bathrobe. Yeah, until like he turns into like a general. Yeah, turns sort. into fucking General Custer. <laughs> yeah, that's very. And summons just this fucking army of this army of animals, which includes a drunken rescue dog, a dog on a big wheel, a cat riding a buffalo, a killer con from outer space, a guy, tightrope walkers, a robot, a dodo bird, a squid. Uh, Diddy Kong, a T-Rex skeleton, and the squid from Watchmen. And they all just descend. And it's like, that's it, everybody. The kid asks for his autograph, and so Big Head threatens to murder him with a sword. And the guy's like, what? That's not what Big Head stands for. He's not a murderer. I'm a dive into this puddle. And he does, and two of the other fucking people who are two of the other, like the nerd and the fucking stoner, are just like, hey, person's real name, stop. <laughs> These people are idiots. Yeah, this is like, I, I, I applaud your commitment to following the story point by point, dead man, but I this was really the, the, but this is the. This is the miniseries in this omnibus I had the most trouble getting through because yeah. it was just well, it's just the least said the better in a set in a sense. It's just it's yeah, just one of okay. Those I'm just where... I'm just I'm gonna skip ahead till the end, basically just like going over broad strokes. 
So Rocker Boy, I think it's yeah. okay. Yeah. So Rocker Boy gets mask. He in leather suit. He go get gig and is awesome. But time come for gig and he do Sinatra. Is that the joke? That seems to be the joke that like he 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 had this image in his head of what he would look like as a rock star and then his mass persona became something different but it doesn't mean anything. And sadly, the only thing I can think of tied to this is that they do something similar in fucking Son of the Mask which just adds to the revulsion I feel at this <laughs> kind of looks evil Ernie-ish here. Yeah, like like the rocker him looks a bit. Evil, I mean the right? rock star, but he then he then yeah. turns into a fifties lounge singer thing. No, it's, yeah, it's yeah, Sinatra. That's, that's yeah, no, I know. At, at that point, no, I meant the rock star part. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, that the, but Sinatra. that specific song he sings while in the Sinatra persona is also used in the fucking Son of the Mask, and it just oh. adds to my personal revulsion. Oh <laughs> fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he's like definitely a crooner. I here. I blacked that song out for my goddamn I'm mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought it back. I'm just sad that I. Oh God! I just have a repeat. I love you, baby. Thanks, Birdie. I'm I'm legitimately sorry about that because I don't like that I remember that. (laughs) Yep. But then, whoops! Doodles. Yep. So they in the middle of his performance of singing fucking Sinatra songs. Whoops! The Doodles. Walter shows up and stabs with the samurai sword. Then his guitar turns into an axe, and then that does nothing. Which and the and then the only semi interesting uh, image in this bit, he plugs himself into the speaker system and does a testing thing with yeah. his voice. Yeah, like 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 Walter picks up an amp and dumps it over his head, turning it back into the rocker. So he turns up to eleven and screams. About the only interesting thing that this persona does. Yep, brings the building down, and he escapes and gives the mask. Yeah, and so. This third issue with the stoner is the only one I kind of like from this because it's the most interesting conceptually. Because one, we never see him actually wear the mask. We never see him put on the mask. Yeah, he just kind of got us like, all right, my turn. Mm-hmm. And then from and so there, he just it's goes just through the like whole his... issue and it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And we're not sure if it's because he puts on the mask or if he's just on that shit again until the end of the issue. <laughs> yeah, like. Like, well, we do see him, like, walking down, and it is, like, getting dialogue from him, but it's not him. Yeah, that's about the only suggestion. The rest is kind of a... And, yeah, like, and, like, he's seeing the world as, like, this ludicrous cartoon. Like, they have, like, cars with, like, wheels going through the curb. You see, like, street signs that are pouring off in every direction. Like, a stop sign's a lollipop. There's a cat made out of, like, tapioca or whatever. Yeah, again, and this is, allows them to get somewhat creative with the imagery. But yeah. this is... And speaking of imagery, uh, Walter... <laughs> it's in a hardware store yeah, uh-huh. just getting a bunch of nails and driving them into the palm of his hand yep mm-hmm. and he made a smiley face I, yeah which for a second I thought he was driving them into his knuckles so he could give himself his own personal brass knuckles that he never had to take off but uh <laughs> yeah that'd be something <coughs> but anyway as Callaway is interrogating the other people and they're all like no we're gonna tell the fucking cops man fuck he's Fuck the system, bruh. Uh, our boy, the stoner, gets home. And his home is like something out of a Doom Patrol book. Yeah, Crazy mm-hmm. Alex up in here. <laughs> yep. Just l- straight up. Yeah. Like his mom has like these fucking massive puffed out lips, like clown makeup. His dad is the Grim Reaper. His younger brother is a shark. 
Oh god, what if the mask ended up in Doom Patrol? Honestly, it'd probably fit. Yeah, I was about to say, huh? Yeah, it would. It would fit. And like, dark, the only other series, the only other universe that DC, Dark Horse has crossed over with is DC. So, I so guess it's plausible. So here's the thing: Would the mask work for Cliff? I mean, I guess he's technically alive. It would. It, it might. He has a will, but he doesn't have flesh technically. At least not much. Yeah, if he did wear the mask, could he feel again? I mean, it, it, uh, I would say if he could put on the mask, then yes, because that would be something he would desire. But I don't know what it would look like. It would probably be some like more more flesh flesh and metal cyborg abomination looking thing, just with a green robot head. Yeah. If Crazy Jane put on the mask, would it only affect the personality that is wearing it? Oh, I said Alice earlier. Uh, I, I I would think that it would be like a constant cycling through personalities, or it would be like, uh, or would you like put on the mask Cle- and then take it off of the mask wouldn't have any power anymore because she absorbed it. Yeah, or like when Cletus Cassidy first became Carnage, it became just another voice in his head. Huh. Yeah. So Stoner guy gets freaked out, runs away, rips the mask off, so he's ripping off his own face to reveal his face. Yeah, which again, not a bad image. You know that image. Then Nerd puts it on. He becomes a super boy. Yeah, and this is the most late 80s, early 90s cartoony shit. I'm like, oh dear God. <laughs> this is horrendous. Yeah. This artist should not attempt this kind of imagery. <laughs> nope. I think they're kind of making fun of it, though, in a sense, right? I know like, they're I know yeah. they're making fun of it, but at the same time. It it's not in line with the kind of cartoony imagery yeah. that this writer and artist have used prior, so yeah. it feels even more out Grown of place. And and, <laughs> and I mean, it, it. I'm not sure what the joke is. If the joke is, oh, '90s art is bad, I have much better comics for that. Yeah, I don't know this. I I think it's more uh. so like. You gotta think like this was existing on the shelves while those things were too. So in a sense, like I, they, they you know, they kind of had. Yeah, to put but by it that same there, logic, right? I was like, uh, why doesn't he then look like a Rob Liefeld character, or why doesn't mm-hmm. he just keep finding pouches mm-hmm. that he can put on, or mm-hmm. like there just doesn't seem to be a particularly coherent joke. Yeah, the joke. This. The joke is just superheroes. Am I right? Right. The only thing here is this particular mask wearer now likes comics. That's the only thing, right? Like, yeah. The only yeah, thing. So, the only thing. <laughs> so the mafia is there and they shoot him, but I don't do nothing. So he summons a bunch of animals and gives them stupid costumes. Yeah. Which, although speaking of comics from this period that I would rather be reading, this just reminded me of Brute Force. <laughs> and, as he is, and as he's running around, a bunch of crows start attacking him. And then whoops the doodles, there's Walter. And fuck me, Walter's goddamn awesome. Yeah, Walter saved this last issue for me. Like, 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 with the, like, like with the pa- like the page he shows up on. It's two panels. It is a splash page of just Walter standing there, and then a tiny little box panel at the very bottom of just like I'm just like the mask, like the kid wearing the mask, completely engulfed in Walter's shadows, going yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Walter fights the mask again. Yep, not a particularly good version either because this one is. Not really. He, he he probably would kill if he had kept the mask on any longer. But this is one of the few ones who doesn't kill anyone. So 
Yeah, he's it, he's it, still in early stages, so he hasn't actually been able to like get the mask up to a certain up to like the right level to just fucking let loose. And so he escapes. And Walter's arrested, and he is handcuffed with nine pairs of handcuffs. His wrist is too big. Uh, Walter escapes and goes off after Nerd Kid again because he's still wearing the mask for some fucking reason. Yep. Uh, and as they're fighting, Walter gets the mask. Yeah, trying that's, to put it on. And this is, yeah, and this is yeah. the only memorable bit as from this say. issue yeah. aside from just that. This, he just keeps trying just, to put it on. Yeah, there's this giant Solomon Grundy looking off. motherfucker bursts out of the swamp, <laughs> grabs the mask, like lowers it onto his face while everyone's just screaming, no, no, don't. And then it just falls off. The fact that oh, his God. face Grundy is three times Walter. bigger. <laughs> three times bigger than the actual mask. <laughs> That's what's so great. He finally gets his hand, hands on it. It's like, nope, not going to work. I just, and also... <laughs> After the first time he tries, I just love the puzzled look on yeah. Walter's face. He's like, Wait, what? Oh. No, but yeah, those last two panels where you see the mask sitting on his face and then it just slides off for like the second yeah. time. It's he he like slams it on so hard and just... <laughs> he just tosses it. Yep, just fucking yeet that boy out in the swamp. And then Kellaway with a broken arm so there's like, where the fuck are you going? You're under arrest. At least it ended on a good note in that sense, because that was funny when that happened. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Like, yep. you think you're going to see something crazy? Nope. <laughs> yep. And they get back, and I don't know, a metaphor? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get the butterfly thing. I, I don't. And what's funny is there's actually an image amongst the covers that actually would have been a more fun comic booky joke. Uh, at 90s at the time of this like just super buff mask but with like nerd glasses like beating all these guys up while dressed as a wrestler that I kind of would have liked to have seen in the actual comic but nope (laughs) okay so let's talk about the movie now alright so do I do the backstory first or do we just go straight into our thoughts on the movie Uh, let's do backstory first Okay, so New Line Pictures uh, in the late 80s was st- was starting to run out of ideas to do for Nightmare on Elm Street books. So when they're getting into the early 90s, they were like, well, Nightmare on Elm Street is our biggest hit, but we've, even by four, people were already starting to get sick of it. Yeah. So they were like, okay, so what do we do now? So they approached Dark Horse Comics as this, this, like I think it was in the middle of the first uh, of the mask, the first mask miniseries. Not they hadn't quite gotten to returns yet, and said, "Hey, would you be willing to let us adapt this?" And I guess both Dark Horse and the creators were like, "We like money, so sure." And uh, so they started trying to adapt it. Uh, they New Line tapped Chuck Russell, Charles Russell, the guy who had made one of the better sequels to. Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors, to adapt it. And he knew who he wanted to be the mask pretty early. He tapped Jim Carrey because he had seen him on In Living Color. He's like, oh, this guy's already almost a cartoon anyway, so we don't have to work that hard to adapt it. But the the thought when they first made it, because this was supposed to be like a spiritual successor to Nightmare on Elm Street, was that it was going to be more horror-themed like the comic. 
and I'm gonna post this here now. Uh, the imagery for like their first attempts, because they actually went to press with some of this imagery of what they wanted it to look like when it was gonna be more of a horror movie. It don't look great. <laughs> it don't. <laughs> Which is a little weird because this is ILM doing the effects. Uh huh. And I think it's just a matter of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at some of the imagery. <laughs> it's, it's a matter of all the mask effects they are doing, they are warping a real human head. The worst one is the one where he does the bullet dodge. <laughs> I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, that looks about the same as it does in the movie. The difference is the look He's... of the head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just looks Because everything about the head looks wrong. But, like that's, but the... to, some, to some extent, yeah. that looks like it's like... Maybe some like practical makeup, but that looks like CG. No, that is, that is Jim Carrey's head warped CG, <laughs> and that was a mistake. A mistake. I'm glad they corrected with the actual proper make. I mean, yeah, they had the mask's face do some weird stuff in it in the movie, but they actually have an actual for shit for reals like makeup mask for him to wear when he is in the in the in the persona. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, at, I'm looking, at, looking at some of the images of like him with his uh, with the tongue. Yeah, or the transition of him from just a guy to a dog head, which was one of the more famous images from the movie. Yeah, that oh, is that's, that's terrifying. That looks like some animorph shit. And uh, yeah, animorphs. Yeah, and the uh, even the grin is kind of the one where he's just standing there where uh, with grinning. the big toothy grin. Yeah, that looks unsettling, and the one below it kind of looks like the mask with a Q, kind of <laughs> like you know what I mean, like uh, that. Yeah, it, the the Quebecois mask. Yeah, Quebecois <laughs> mask. That's definitely a, a rip from the Quebecois mask right there. That third image. Right there. Yeah, and like the very first image of him ripping the mask off. Oh that's, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's kind of scary looking, though, in a way, but... I mean, it's scary looking, but I don't think this would have worked as a movie. Because, I mean, it might be funny for us to look at these images, but could you imagine an hour and 40 minutes of this being what you would see? Or, like, the Stanley Ipkiss, like you said, Nico, playing anything... Jim Carrey playing any version of Stanley Ipkiss that was close to the comics version? Mm -hmm. Oh, I can imagine it. It just would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's at some point after like several attempts, like I said, this went to press screen. This went to like a press kit before the movie was supposed to be released. Chuck Russell went to New Line and said, hey, I might have to change the tone in the story a little bit to make this work. And there's a whole lot of uh, if you ever listen to the commentary for The Mask, uh, there's a, a whole lot of the most famous scenes uh, were things that Russell insisted on that the studio didn't like. Like Cuban Pete, they wanted cut completely. Uh, Why? Because they thought it was too silly, that it would break the movie, that no one would take it seriously <laughs> anymore. Yes, that would have broken the movie. Just a musical number is a bridge too far. Yeah, or the the dream sequence where Stanley imagines himself hitting on Tina and then she licks his face. They also thought that was too weird, that that had to be cut, so he had to insist on that also. So a lot of the best things that you remember from The Mask could have easily been removed if New Line had had their way. Uh, God bless you, Chuck Russell. (laughs) (laughs) And he even said himself, part of the reason he thinks this movie works is that they didn't throw out everything. Like, 
even with the like changed look they went with for the more comedic version, it still looks like the mask. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, Jim Jim Carrey actually insisted on wearing like prosthetic teeth in while still in that makeup and learned how to smile and speak with those teeth. Like, can you just imagine, like, wearing chompers like that and actually having to enunciate yeah. the way Jim Carrey does in that movie? Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. That, I look, can't. At all, look at all the <laughs> makeup he had to put on, though, when he did, like, the Grinch. Like he, Jim Carrey is I mean? a consummate like, fucking professional. Yeah, no, that's well, what also, I mean. Like, he, uh, and he he's said also that was the known as the actor with a rubber face. Or just a rubber body in general. Because mm-hmm. uh, another thing that uh, uh, Russell said is... A lot, some of the stuff where they're like, we weren't sure if our effects would allow it to work as well. We just let him show with acting like how he would like twist to a one side and then shoot across the screen with like a cartoony sound effect. That would have maybe been done with like CG if it were another actor, which might not have worked as well because I've seen Son of the Mask. So it could have done poorly at that. And so, like, from that, I mean, I guess that's kind of most of what I wanted to spill from the yeah. movie itself. I mean, I mean, so, yeah, uh, I guess the only other thing is, like, yeah, so Cameron Diaz, like, this movie, this movie made her career, yeah, like, easily, yes. but she was, like, a last-minute replacement. They were apparently trying for someone like Pamela Anderson or Anna Nicole Smith, Ugh. which... Probably would not have worked as well because a lot of what I kind of like about the character of Cameron Diaz plays in that movie is that she seems like not naive but innocent in a yeah. city full of douchebags. And I don't think Pamela Anderson or Anna Nicole right. could have pulled that off at the time the movie was being made. Yeah, neither no. of them could pull off small town girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a good idea to go with an unknown at that time, rather uh, who's who's gorgeous. Like she's gorgeous in this movie. So like, yeah, no, she's she yeah. has never been hotter than she was. In that absolutely, movie. Yes. thank you. That's 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 what I was gonna say. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, no, she's she's good in the movie though. I I liked her in the in the film um, as well. Yeah, uh, the only two scenes that were cut, um, one was like an origin scene explaining how the Norse the some Norsemen brought the mask to where Edge City eventually was set up, so I guess it must be on the East Coast, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um No, this is long they took the long way around like Argentina. <laughs> that would be funny if they did that. The closest they get to that is when they say in Norse, like, you've discovered a new world, what do you want to name it? And he's and the guy says, Leave it to the Italians. But uh, <laughs> Which is a joke that doesn't make sense for the times, but whatever. <laughs> So I don't think Italy was a thing yet, but um, yeah, it's fine. But the other one is a, a, I wish had stayed in, which was uh, after uh, the bad guy gets the mask. This is kind of what you were talking about, Dead Man, where they have something kind of cartoony, but a different kind of cartoony as a way to differentiate the mask characters. Yeah, because uh, Dorian's mask, even though he's kind of like a cartoonish, goofy bad guy. Like the way he, the way the two times you see him kill people, once in movie and once not, are are cartoony, but definitely not the kind of cartoony you associate with Stanley Ipkiss's version of the mask. Where one, the one in the movie is where he gets shot a bunch by another bad guy, just inhales the bullets from his own gut into his mouth and spits them like a gun. That's cartoony, sure, but it's not something that Stanley Ipkiss's mask would have done. But I yeah. preferred the one they cut. Which was uh, Peggy Brant, uh, the redhead, 
kind of Lois Lane-ish character who sells Stanley out for a paycheck um, gets li- literally plastered into the morning edition. <laughs> Where you just see this image in red of her looking at the printing press as she's smushed into it and it just keeps printing off as you see blood coming out the back end. Nice. I guess I can see why they cut that if it, they thought that would maybe tip the tone too far the other way from the movie they were making, but I wish that it stayed in. Because, like, after, particularly because you never see Peggy again after that scene in the movie itself, so it's kind of better to explain what happened to the bitch. But, eh, whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, you, you guys should seek out either of those uh, deleted scenes if you haven't seen them. Uh-huh. Will do. So, well, I, I've, I think you guys know my opinion on the movie based on the way I've talked for the last 15 minutes. What are your opinions? <laughs> uh, I I spent a lot of time just kind of like banging the drum of like, I like the comic more than the movie. But I think mm, that was mainly going me. for like contrarian points. Yeah. The movie now, is granted, Now, granted... If you are a fan of the comics approach to things, I can see why you wouldn't like this movie, but I am of the opinion that the changes that the writers and the director, Chuck Russell, made with tone and storytelling make it work better. Yeah, like, like, like here's the thing. I like, I like dark shit. Mm-hmm. I like the, I, I like, um... Again, Scud the Disposable Assassin. Yeah, like, I like Walter. I like... Kelly being the main character, I like Kathy as just kind of all her shit. I like this like kind of rotating carousel of people using the mask. It, is it handled well? Not really, but I can see a version of this, and I can see like the base groundwork of it that I really enjoy and can get like a really fucking great comic out of. The movie just takes that groundwork and actually builds something good on it. Well, yeah, it actually builds a story with a care with, yeah. with developed characters and an arc. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the film's a good example of making the right choices for adapting this to film. Yeah, I, I like the comic yeah. more in theory, but right. the movie is just better. Um, for me, the film is absolutely um, better for me, just because at, at the time of watching it. I was the hugest Jim Carrey fan at that age. Yeah. And like, and, and I get like, that. Yeah. So like for me, um, you know, this is, this was post Ace Ventura. I, I, I right? once enjoyed Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah this, no. was, yeah. this came out a year after Ace Ventura. Yeah. And um, yeah. Ace Ventura yeah. is really good. And doesn't, yeah. Ace Ventura is really good Ace and has not aged well at all. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, to be fair, I think, I don't know, like, I haven't seen multiple viewings of this in recent years, but at the same time, I think it's one of those things where um, even if I watch it now and it doesn't hold up the same, I'll still like it because I'll remember when I actually first viewed this movie and, like, how much of a fan I was of Jim Carrey. Like, he was everything to me in terms of comedy at that time. So, like, because, you know, I was... Yeah. When did this come out? 93, 94? 94, 94. Yeah, so I was seven when this came out. You know what I mean? So, like, this was, like... I was two. Yeah, this was just comical enough. And, like, for me at that age range and for me to appreciate it because, again, uh, being a fan of Jim Carrey at that time. So, I I, I love the film. yeah, I personally uh, like that a thing about the movie that changed as I grew older 
is that as a kid, I liked watching the mask do stuff. But at the same time, by the, as the time I got older, I got the impression that, oh, yeah, it's actually good that at the end he got rid of the mask. Because, yeah, it's cool to watch the mask right. do stuff, but the mask as a character is a douchebag. So you don't oh, yeah. really want then, Stanley to just keep being right. the mask. Yeah, the, the movie like the movie is... The movie is great as like a family movie because you get the you put down with the kids the kids are like able to go yay bright colors and shiny things go make loud noises and bang bang I love it and adults are like oh this is a character arc yeah and and that's what's cool about it too is that you you're rooting for like the sad sack guy who thinks he's a loser at the start of the film but he's a really good guy and at the end he gets the girl he gets the dream girl he gets you, you know what i mean like he 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 realizes like he doesn't need the mask and like yeah, he, yeah, he, he, so yeah, like the mask the mask was just there to bring out what was already in him right. which was just turning him from a good guy who was a bit of a weakling to a good guy who stands up for himself yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, there were aspects of his personality that are kind of dark that came out in the mask. Like, his kind of, like, the way he acts around women as the mask, it might be more effective than how he was before he put on the mask, but it's still kind of rapey. A little bit. <laughs> it, it, particularly mm-hmm. the scene in the park is very, like, if Pepe Le Pew was a person. Yep. Oh, and that's, right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... Although I, I do for, love, the, I, I do love when the cops show up and then he does that fucking number. Yeah, and there's a number of things that he does to people that Stanley was mad at before he put on the mask. That if it were not that, if it were not for the fact that Stanley as a character would never kill someone, would have killed them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So both are good. Like I, I like like Dead Man said. I agree. I I can't really add much to what Dead Man said because I agree with him uh, absolutely. Like in theory, you want to like the comic more because some of the themes in the comic um, are are what I more so enjoy gravitate towards. But the fact that the film had Jim Carrey in it and 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 they made the right choices to adapt this to film by not making him a prick. I like both things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I I like I like both. I would say, but yeah, I, uh, a mistake, yeah. a mistake that they made in some of the mask because the, the, what is it? Whoever the guy that got to replace Jim Jimmy Kennedy decided Jay Kennedy. Oh, uh, I buy y'all cars. Jimmy Kennedy <laughs> can barely emote regularly. He's, he's like, he's too whiny and too pathetic and too unlikable in the, in that movie. Oh, don't be hate to be. Well, yeah, that, that's because that's because like, he's not likable at all. Like, like yeah, like he is the only movie I've ever liked Jamie Kennedy in was Scream. <laughs> that's because yeah, he got fucking shot. <laughs> and the second one, he died. Oh come on! No love for Malibu's Most Wanted. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, that was a thing. That was a thing. That's what I said. Don't be hating. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was I, from I Malibu's never Most saw Wanted. That, so I didn't get your joke. Is the thing? Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think I saw Malibu's Most Wanted once when I was like twelve. I mean, I th- to be I fair, th- to be fair, Nico, um, if I was to rank bad Jamie Kennedy movies to watch, I would rather take Malibu's Most Wanted over Son of the Mask, honestly. But yeah, yeah. especially sure. because that movie. So so the comics are intentionally terrifying. The movie lightened it up to make it more of like a slapstick family comedy. The Son of the Mask tried to be a slapstick family comedy and came off as unintentionally terrifying. <laughs> oh, it, it, it is so disturbing. Actually, I take it back. I think Jamie Kennedy's best part was in the uh, Harold and Kumar movie. <laughs> An- another thing I've heard of but never seen. <laughs> They're pretty good. 
I, I would imagine they're better than Malibu's Most Wanted. At least. They they are. I, I would say I was, I feel like it is not controversial to say that Harry no. Kumar is better than Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> Absolutely, he's better. Absolutely, I said it more as a joke. Although I did find it enjoyable the first time I watched it, but oh. just because they made fun of Wiggers and it was kind so, of just dumb. <laughs> but uh, to get back to y'all's point about how you kind of like the mask conceptually. And this is, I'm only bringing this up because I had talked about this with Dead Nico when I was talking about the yeah. uh, the new miniseries that came out from Dark Horse last year, which I'll just say quickly is a piece of shit. Don't read it. Um, I pledge allegiance to the mask. Yeah, I heard how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 to sum up the points of that series that don't work, uh, and Dead Man, I made this South Park joke the last time we talked about it. Politics and bad, okay? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I set this up earlier in the volume, so it ends with someone shooting the so the 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 Weasley politician who puts on the mask gets suicidally depressed at how he's acting as the mask, so he takes it off and tries to kill himself, but instead it just shoots the mask and destroys it. Oh God! So <laughs> that's terrible writing. And oh this God. somehow releases the spirit of the mask on the United States to haunt everyone. And at which point I would, I flipped the double bird at that point. What? So I was like, <laughs> that's terrible. They end this by showing the, the statue of Liberty being taken over by big head face. And I'm like, really? So he tried to <laughs> shoot himself in the head. Yeah. Then missed. So, I mean, a lot of shit happened. At, a lot of shit happened at once, but the, 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 the point is a bullet destroyed the mask. Oh, that yeah. bullet must have been made in Asgard. Oh my god. Or whatever the Asgard, or whatever the African equivalent of Asgard is. Yeah, and there was also a weird plot point. I don't know if I talked about it or not, that everyone who's ever worn the mask can be controlled by it at once, if the mask feels like it. So so are we all in agreement then, though, that the mask returns is the best out of all these? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That or I the first one. So. One or two. Yeah, it goes the mask like return, the mask, reasons. then the mask strikes back. I would agree with that, yeah. 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 But the, re- the other reason I brought this up is, and I brought this up to Dan also when I talked about that miniseries, uh, and he's just like, don't, is in addition to that new miniseries, they're trying to reboot the movies. Oh, and Which don't. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. You, you, like Jim Carrey was... Wasn't there a cartoon? Too? Yes, there was. There was. It was yeah. not. It was not good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there was I, I an episode of the cartoon of that crossed over was the Ace Ventura cartoon, where Ace got the mask on his uh... butt. <laughs> there was the occasional good episode in that cartoon, but a lot of it was just. I've never the, seen the, that. The only, the only two things I like about that. Okay, so I like three things about that comp. That you have some butt Um, they had. Women wear the mask aside, so it's not just the Stanley Ipkiss character. So they actually experimented with other people's versions of the mask, which was kind of interesting. Two, Walter was in it. Yeah, Walter. Yeah, uh, the, the cartoon is the only place outside the comics Walter shows up. Yeah, and right. three, uh, the mask's main villain, because you know Saturday Morning Cartoon Show was played by uh, uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Was he really? Mental Holy note. shit. Mental note. I, I, the mask I, is indestructible. I remember watching uh, episodes of of Ace and and the Mask back in the day. I just. Like, I mean, I everything related to Ace Ventura. I just try to black out as well. The nineties was weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny though. I had no idea they crossed over. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was a fever dream for a while. Yeah, I, I would have preferred it was a fever dream, particularly the Ace Ventura one. <laughs> but um, the only reason I brought up the movie, which again, don't, is if you're going to do it, what I would basically say is, and Deadman said this too, get someone as different as possible from the Jim Carrey, Stanley Ickes persona. Because if you try that again, you're just going to invite bad comparisons. Yeah, like that's... And I'm also of the opinion that if that one succeeds, you don't try like a proper sequel follow-up. You do something more like an anthology, kind of like the comics became. Yeah, the, the mask works better as an anthology of just like different people get yeah. the mask and then shit happens. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's not what they're so, going to yeah, do. Like, yeah, the, the, main, the main point is don't, but it's just... It's yeah. Yeah, the main, yeah, the main <laughs> takeaway from all this is just stop. Yeah. But failing that, don't do this, which you know they're going to do it. You know they're going to fucking do it. You know they're going to fucking come out and go, all right, guys, did you make a new movie in the mask? I guess you can play Stanley Epkiss. Oh. It's right. the latest comedy hit sensation. Fucking, I don't know, tear and kill him. Andy Samberg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's no. That's why for years they tried to get Jim Carrey to do a sequel, and he kept saying no. And then look what happened well, no, when he they said finally got yes. him to do a sequel to Dumb and Dumber. Well, the thing right? was, so, like he said, he said yes, but unfortunately, a movie came out in between when he said yes right. to the Mask sequel and when he, the Mask sequel was going to come out, which was Ace Ventura Two: When Nature Calls, and. <laughs> He hated the experience of yeah. making that movie so much he swore off sequels after yeah. that until yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Earth. Right, which he said the only reason he finally gave into that was because he He hadn't just, worked in a few years. <laughs> all that and the fact that like he just wanted to make people happy. Like, he, he, yeah, that's he wanted to make people happy, so he made yeah. the most hateful movie of the year. I know, no, it's true. Like, I mean, again... Yeah, if, if, of all of the classic, quote-unquote, classic... Jim Carrey comedies from the 90s. Dumb and Dumber is the one that's aged the worst. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> it's, it's, either that it's either that or Ace Ventura. Because strangely, I would argue that I Cable Guy films. has probably aged better. Just I, I because love, it's yeah. kind of got some dark ideas that people didn't like at the time, but can kind of appreciate now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. No comment. Like, I have... <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't watched Ace Ventura recently. But I do remember. Uh, uh, don't don't get me wrong, Nico. There is stuff I love in the first Ace Ventura movie, but there is also stuff where I do all of the cringing into a little ball. <laughs> yeah, like that, that Ace Ventura Pet Detective. The entire plot hinges around something that in the '90s was fine. Today, sure, that's but a hate crime. I mean, if Deadly Premonition is getting shit on for dead naming a trans person, then no, what the the plot of Ace Ventura would make Pet Detective would not have flown now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> so I think that's I think that wraps everything up, don't you think? Oh uh, yeah, that does. Thank you for joining us. Uh, watch the movie. Maybe read the comics if you're curious. Yeah. As always, you can find us all on Twitter. You can find us all on other stuff. Links for everything down below. Nico with Late Night Chat Network. You can find him over on SoundCloud. I'm wherever I am, wherever available. <laughs> sorry, Dead Man. What was that? <laughs> I couldn't hear you there. No, I'm still okay. Oh, sorry. Let me just get up the script. <laughs> let me just get up the script to for me. Uh, 
This is why I don't do ad reads. <laughs> Plus, who wants to... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want us to call saying ads for them? <laughs> and we will be back at some point. Probably a couple less of us because schools are opening. Yeah, which is a good luck. Not something that should happen Jesus. right now. But. Yeah, that's a great idea. Just wear your hazmat suit, Bertie. Yeah. Are you going to Disney World before you go back to school? <laughs> no. I, Are you taking your class to Disney World? <laughs> I, the, the, the state of Florida, like, I'm, I'm just thinking of the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he saw yeah, the state just, of Florida off the United off. States at this point. That's it would all, probably, folks. It would probably be like like removing a festering wound at this point. It couldn't hurt. Yeah, just, just saw Florida, then just, like, like put, like, explosives, this, put explosives in the structures and then just watch it sink. <laughs> Instead of, instead of and then instead of like a dude playing a violin, it's like a man on meth on a kazoo. <laughs> no, he makes it. He makes a he makes a kazoo out of an orange. The, the saddest part about all this is that we actually planned to meet up in real life, and this ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, For the foreseeable fun. future, because yeah. we have to have a better response to the plague in this country before you smart people up in Canada will open the border. So. Yeah. yeah. Until that border opens, I can't come see you guys. That's fine. We'll meet in Ireland and piss them off. <laughs> well, Americans aren't allowed there either. The only place Americans are allowed outside the country right now is Turkey. Well, no. So, so, there, so there was a post from some from someone on from, in Ireland, like an Irish person, who's like, "Hey, Americans, stop coming here." Oh, okay, fair enough. Like they, they've reopened everything, they reopened things a bit, and then just like planefuls of Americans just fucking flew in, and like, oh hey, we're on vacation finally, and every Irish person is like, go home, you disease-ridden rat people. Yep, that is the correct response. It's like we were doing <laughs> fine, numbers were going down, everything was great. You fucker showed up, and all of a sudden the numbers just go through the goddamn roof. <laughs> If you if you fucking fat pieces of shit can't handle not going on vacation for like a year, God. Yep. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a thriving business like popping up of like pop up vacation flights where instead of like actually going somewhere, you just get on a plane, fly for twelve hours, drinking, and then land. <laughs> that sounds like one of the side plots in a Futurama episode. <laughs> You know, say, hey, everybody, we're going to the Bahamas. Good Everyone's news, like, everyone. I found a new way to create more financial capital for my experiments. We will lease out the Planet Express to vacation planets. <laughs> you mean we're taking the planets? No, I'm just going to say we are. <laughs> ah. to, to, I mean, to quote the doctor, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> Until later, though. I'm dead. I'm Birdie. I'm Nico. We'll see you guys next time. I need a nap. I I need a different life.